welcome to the Hellyhead Show, episode 103. With me, I got Gucci. Hello, my friends. I got Steve. What's up, guys? And Andy. Hey, now. Yeah, you are. Come on. You had a week to recover. Not long, huh? Look at Andy. He doesn't even look like he's ready. I was born ready. Let's get going. It's almost my bedtime. Hurry up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's losing interest. (laughs) Oh, man. This Todd on this show? (laughs) Jesus. Oh, boy. (laughs) Todd's hopping. Watch out. Uh He was hopping. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hopping. All right, Ertia. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for downloading and streaming and listening to our show. So, should we start with weeks, this is? I mean, you know, do, do we have to, or, because, I mean, it's going to be really I mean, quick. I mean, should we just, Andy, you got anything crazy? No. So, should we just go to Steve, because Steve's the only one, I think, that has some uh, interesting stuff. Oh, man, flashbacks of free fall. People <laughs> <laughs> always has the- something cooking up in the lab. Steve, Steve I'm, I'm always stuff. busy. I'm always busy in the hobby, right? Yeah. So I guess I could go. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll talk about Urcha. So I guess uh, coming back from Urcha, um, I had some helis I need to fix. Um, so my raw 580, I had a little botched auto at Urcha, and uh, I ended up, you know, needing a new main gear, main shaft. I kind of had to cut that main shaft to get the, the swash plate off too. Um, and a new boom wasn't too bad, you know. Ordered my parts from BK, and of course, Bert, you know, got them out the door real quick and. Uh, it's already fixed. Um, at Urcha as well, I'm not sure if I'm doing something weird with my nitros, the way I'm yes. starting it or what. I mean, it has to be because both of my 700 nitros, uh, the clutch backed out. The clutch stack um, backed out. So, you know, when you try to start it, it's like, and, you know, maybe I give it a little, like, tap, and it didn't like it. So it backed out on both Aww. of those helis. So, yeah, I got those fixed. You know, it's a quick, easy job to remove the back plate, you know lock it and then just tighten it down with the six mil and you know the two side bolts there the pinch bolts and, and that's really it so but uh while i was doing that um i did replace uh the throttle servo on my 700 raw hd nitro i've had a ksc servo on there for the longest time um mm-hmm. you know as a throttle servo and you know i fly for theta so i was like oh you know i need to replace the servo so i, I did get a a dh1 um cyclic servo the low profile one and put that in there so i rewired that i also pulled the uh the remote glow that i had on there because it wasn't working mm-hmm. so so i'm going back to the traditional you know um igniter sticks those for the most part work all the time so mm-hmm. uh let's see yeah besides that uh i got my raw 500 kit in and I built it in about a day and a half. Really, the first day was like 90% built. Um, you know, I'm a sabbatical, so like <laughs> I just took the whole day and built it, right? Right. Um, built it. I flew it the next day, got made in, you know, I had to do a whole bunch of adjusting, um, really on the head speed and stuff, just to kind of figure out where the tail was happy. But, uh, and then the next day, uh, you know, I did some, uh, I did some more flying. So I did fly this helicopter about uh, 18 flights now uh, within the last oh, three yeah, days. 
Yeah, I've been I've been putting Fair in a lot enough. in. So I'm trying to, uh, you know, do my due diligence, test it, see any weird thing. You know, I've already broke the battery tray and, uh, you know, things wow. like that. <laughs> I'll explain that. Um, but yeah, so on Wednesday, I did get a chance to go to the club um, and fly there with a couple of local guys, uh, Spencer, Tony, and Tony brought one of one of his friends, uh, Brian, out. And yeah, I had the Raw 500 there. That's where I, where I did my maiden. Mm-hmm. Um, everything went good with it. You know, it's fine. And then I also had my 580 uh, Nitro, which at Urcha was like my, that was my jam. Like I was. I oh, was, yeah. You were flying the crap out of that thing. Yeah. Flying good and flying good. You were killing it. Yeah. I went over like, I think over a gallon and some. Wow. Um, at Urcha, just on that heli mainly. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're talking about it on our BK uh, team group. But uh, yeah, I was, I was flying it, got one flight in. You know, loaded it up, uh, fueled it back up, and then took another flight. And you know, halfway through the flight, I was like, "God, it sounds sounds like it's really rich." You know, like it's not really pulling; it's bogging. Yeah, <laughs> landed it and shut off, and just fuels pouring out. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, mm. <laughs> my carb got jammed up, <laughs> so it got, uh, I guess, uh, dirtied, dirtied up, and basically was locked open. So I was just dumping fuel. Yeah. So, you know, always uh, car problems, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm you glad Grady's not here. Say that again. Hold on, hold on. Say that again. <laughs> what? Always car problems? You know. Uh, you yeah, know. yeah, you know. It, it happens. That bad. You guys are running uh, Actually, it's OS regulator problems. Yes, yeah. it is a regulator problem. Sorry. Yes. Well, I had the same issue, right, up. Steve, at, at mm-hmm. Urcha with my regulated OS carburetor on a YS, right? So... And all it, yeah. all it is is just a little bit of dirt gets inside where the, the little pin sits and allows for the fuel to come through. And, yeah. I mean, I took a probably a good, like, it was probably like three, four millimeter piece of whatever it was right from in there. And then after well, that, it was fine. Yeah. You know? What do you think's getting in there? Do you guys have a filter on your jug, like, coming out of your I jug have... into that fill the heli or? I, so I do a filter. Yeah, I into think the heli. it's actually from the magnet. You know, it's got I just clunk. Yeah, yeah, the the clunk, the fuel magnet is just. It's not necessarily that it's bad or it's falling apart. I think you know, like obviously, it's got material that just has a little bit extra it's on clean top. through, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But what I do now, and I was actually talking to one of the team members, I actually soak it in a little bit of fuel. Right, and I let it sit, in the, and then I actually just rub my hand on it, and kind of just take the extra exterior stuff, and just to clean yeah. the the very top layer. That's all. I wonder, I, I wonder, like if using like a a fish, um, like a pump to pump air through like that in like a nitro jug or something, oh, just to get yeah. everything out, yeah. and then put it in clean, like you know. That might work. Yeah. I don't know. Just. Yeah, just to like everything or run a filter right like you know the old line three-way filters in line hey hey hey, hey easy i run a filter <laughs> uh? i want nothing but pure fuel going into my heli <laughs> do you ever have regulator problems never never once well, actually. there you that's go i do it since <laughs> yeah. i started that's maybe it's I worth it. it i don't know yeah there you go yeah. well the other but, uh, uh, the other thing mm-hmm. too is that you know there long time ago we had those fuel magnets that wasn't like material, right? It was yeah, yeah, a clunk that, that, with like pores in metal it, right? Or, yeah, or, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that would take care of it. But like, 
remember. I mean, OS still makes the bubbleless clunk, right? Like you can still yeah. get that, right? Don't yeah. it suck air though every time you do something? Yeah. Crazy? Yeah, like the whole thing of the fuel magnet is that it soaks in and it keeps mm -hmm. fuel until we the need a combination of both, right? We need something that's like that with like a a sock on it, right, or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just well, there he goes. Hey, Steve, just put a header tank on. Put the oh Jesus, the here we go. We're going back to 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey, he wants both. He's on right? the issue. Go back I mean, to would, a freaking you'll balloon. You'll be able to carry like at least another minute of flying time. Yeah. I haven't seen a header tank in so long. Mm -hmm. Only on NX4s. Yeah, that was the only time. I you saw have it. to put them on there, otherwise you only get two minutes to fly. Right. <laughs> um, and rap back yeah. in the after days. I'm excited, yeah. uh, Steve. You said uh, you did some flying with the Raw 500. You tried different batteries, yeah. right? What batteries did yeah, you try so, on yours? So um, I've been flying about six packs a day for the last two days um, at my local high school here, like literally right outside my house. Like I can ride my bicycle there if I wanted to or my one meal. But um, yeah, I've been going there and I've been flying two 3300 uh, 6S packs, which is like two and a half minutes. Small, yeah, it's like two and a half minutes if I'm conservative. Well, you know? so I was going to say, I only got two minutes out of the one I was using. Right. Mm -hmm. What head speed have you settled in on? Like what feels good or what All right, range so, are you running now? So my range is uh, around 20. So I can do a 2400, but to me, if I do collective, like, you know, stops, it doesn't hold very well the tail. Okay. Like, you know, it does a little noise, a little kick out. So I don't like that. So if I'm smooth with it, 2400 all day long, you can smooth 3D it. Um, but I like to jab stick. So I usually mm -hmm. fly around that 27, 27, 60 okay. um, is my medium. And then like, you know, 3000 is kind of like, okay, let's burn the pack really quick because I'm running out of maneuvers to do, you know? Um, and make some noise. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I know some folks are doing a lot more than three, but I think three is fine for me. I don't that know. That seems like plenty. It sounds, it's fast. Like, um, but my alternate pack that I've, I bought actually for the 420, but it didn't fit was a 5005S pack. Okay. Mm -hmm. How was that? Yeah, so yeah, so I originally bought it for the 420, but it wouldn't fit. It was too big. And, um, it's like a 30C F3A like airplane pack. <laughs> like it's a Maniacs, you know, Lipo, mm -hmm. 30C, but god damn, that pack pulls, man. Like it pulls good on the uh, on the 500, man. Mm -hmm. I don't know what, what it is. Maybe it's the efficiency of like running the ESC at 100%. But when I go to that bank three and I'm, I'm not running 3,000, I'm, I'm pulling a little less, so like 29 something. 2960 is what I estimated. Um, it pulls like a beast and like i don't know i think it's the added weight so yeah. i want to try like a so 6 4500 it's pretty did you weigh any i didn't weigh it i should have weighed it i should go get it weighed maybe after right the, the commercial break i'll wait You're but right. um <laughs> yeah maybe i'll go get it but uh it's it's it, the battery is only a slight bigger it's it's interesting i'll send you guys pictures but it's only about like two millimeters taller um but it's the same overall size you don't have any 4,000s, do you? No. So I'm going to order 4,000s or 4,500 yeah. successes and see if I can get that medium because it rips so good. I don't know. I just, I love the way it sounds. Yeah. It's just, you know, it stops on a dime. Like it's, it's quick. It's agile. I always liked 4,000s on 500s. So I mm -hmm. had an X5, I ran 4,000s and then a 516 yep. ran 4,000s. 
And I think yeah. that's a really good mix of not too heavy, but you can get four and a half, five minutes, yeah. you know, or like maybe four minutes of pretty strong 3D. Mm -hmm. um, but if you go much bigger than that, it starts getting too heavy. But yeah, I was afraid thirty three hundred would be way too small. No, it's and and thirty three hundred makes the heli really really light. Like the the helicopter's light. light. Yeah, it feels like nothing when you're holding it without the battery in it. It's yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'll I'll get it. Uh, I'll weigh it out for you guys and we'll get a difference. But um, thirty thirty three is the high head speed. Literally feels like one. It just doesn't want to lock it at all. Yeah, it's just it's just too light. It's too floaty. Everything every collective move. It's too much for me. Like I, 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 I the fact I had a thirteen degrees dialed in on that heli when I first um, set it up. I, I dialed that down. Like that was too much. I don't need. You don't need that much with the head speed and everything and how light it is. It really moves around like that twelve and a half, twelve point two. I was gonna um, say I was using twelve and a half at Urshan. Yeah, yeah, it moves pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. But yeah, the five thousand packs. I I'm gonna actually buy another one of those, and I'm gonna buy that that success four thousand or forty five hundred. Mm -hmm. See what Maniacs makes, and uh, you know, I I am on a podcast today, so. <laughs> oh yeah, get the oh, yeah. I'm to buy. I mean, you know, I I guess you know, let's go to maniacslightbulbs uh, dot com and see what they got. Was, was anybody using four thousand packs or uh, packs at? I don't believe so. I think thirty sevens maybe. I want to say. I think Todd was using 37. 37s would probably be decent. I yeah. just, I have a whole drawer full of 4,000, so that's what I'm going to use. Yeah, you're there. Yeah. I think um, it'd be okay. And the other thing, Steve, like I told you, like, well, me and Todd do that. With the lower head speed stuff, we would use the Neo Governor, and we mm -hmm. would run a lot of uh, click and collective pre comp in the Governor. Okay. Right? So. So like you don't get that kick when you jab sticks because the moment you move the stick, the governor would give you a little bit extra yeah, boost. Yeah, I've, I've tried. Uh, I've tried messing with the gov gains to see if I can get the gov to be tighter um, yeah. when I do things like that. But yeah, I haven't tried a pre comp. So let me try the pre comps because I think you'd you be. Do. That's what I would, when I was when I started running like low head speed on like Spectre seven hundred right way back in the day. I was running those lower head speeds and I couldn't do TikToks, you know, because I didn't have the collective management, right? So then Todd like back then was like, hey, try a little bit of pre-comp. And I tried pre-comp. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. I mean, you could hear the, like, the, 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 the RPM waivers a little bit because oh, the moment okay. you move the stick, it's already kind of giving you plus up on the RPM, on the throttle. Right. You can, yeah, and you can add some tail pre-comp too mm -hmm. if you're getting. The, the thing is, is uh, once you get about that yeah. 2,700, 20, Everything goes away. Like there's no issues with the tail. The tail doesn't make any noises or anything. Well, um, moving so fast at that speed. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's partly due to the four to one tail ratio. I think it's it's maybe a little bit on the low side if you're going to low head speed. Mm -hmm. Like if I were to do low head speed setup on that, I would probably do like a five S forty five hundred, and do a um you know one less tooth on that back pulley to speed it up just a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And that would be like perfect, I think, for that heli because it's super light. Like it's that's, that's what insane. so yeah. um which I've told you guys, but I haven't spoke about it in public anywhere. But I had zero interest in getting a, this five hundred. Mm -hmm. Like I don't I don't need it, you know, I don't I've got a four twenty, I don't even fly it. Well, then I made the mistake of looking at it, holding it. <laughs> Damn, this thing's really simple, it's super light. Yeah. Shit. Now I kind of want one. 
So I ended up selling my 420 and I'm going to get this 500 because I, I started thinking back, you know, I, I don't fly them that much, but I did have fun with the X5. I had fun with the 516. You know, I put hundreds mm -hmm. of flights on it. Just, you know, charge up four or five batteries and go fly for 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe I do need one. So I'm, I'm going to get one. But it's so freaking simple. And, like, there's no, there's, there's nothing to it. I can see why you could build it in damn near one afternoon because it's single yeah. stage. uh Mm -hmm. drivetrain it's just very very simple i was pretty impressed yeah with that. yeah no it really is it's not much to it at all i mean as long as it depends like i think the slowest thing on any build is your head and tail build mm -hmm. like you know greasing it up getting it all built right your bearing stacked right you know getting those put together um once those are built like everything else is just you know a couple screws here and there and then yeah it really yeah. is it One really piece like landing gear, so it's just like a couple screws. Yep. Put that on. There's yep. there's not much to do. There's not much. I mean, you do have the the two piece two piece uh, side frames, like the or the four piece frames, mm -hmm. like a, the traditional raw, right? Um, but yeah, it's just it goes together so well, you know. It's, yeah, it's a I'm looking forward to, to getting one messing with mm -hmm. it. Yeah, oh, so you sure. saw you guys hey, saw you the video. It fast. You were just like not getting one to boom, I'm getting one. Yep. Well, I mean, it took me 20 minutes to make that decision. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't as, yeah, right? <laughs> it didn't help that, like, we were, like, in the booth, picking it up, showing it to people, and it's like. Oh, I was looking. I'd already figured that out long before that. Oh, did you? It was like, uh, when was it? Wednesday morning when Manny yeah. got there. Manny's like, hey, check this out. You're the first one here to hold it. So I'm like, ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> It didn't take Dang 20 yeah. minutes. It took like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it took Manny. To well, I, had, I hadn't fully committed till I ran into a sucker that wanted to buy my 420. Nice. Well, <laughs> that I talked into buying my 420. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I say funny. sucker, but. I wonder who he's on it to. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that brings me up. I got to rebuild the OS 55 for Bill. He wants my OS uh -huh. 55. I guess he's getting to Nitro. Did you guys, isn't that crazy? I, I heard that. I couldn't believe it. Yep. It's insane. So, what hell is he getting? Who knows? It's Bill. Maybe he's going to get an NX4 and stretch it. No. Can you imagine? shouldn't do that. You know? No, he's going to probably go. Uh... It's just. Yeah, he'll Raw get whatever Rob's yeah. got that he'll build say, for him. Oh, Oxy? Yeah, probably. I think I think he's a sucker. I mean, he's already a sucker for getting your 420. He's probably going to get suckered and get into Nimbus 650. He should. Mm -hmm. No, I'm I'm just, I'm teasing Bill. I'm the one that got suckered because I, I made him, you know, <laughs> yeah. offer he couldn't refuse. Yeah. So I took a beating on it, but whatever. He needed a 420, and I needed a 500, so it worked out. <laughs> I needed a 500. Mm -hmm. I need Everyone it. needs a 500. He needed a 420, and I needed to get rid of a 420, so yes, it all worked, it worked out. out. I needed room Neal. in my fleet for Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. It's like, I needed that Neo off there, or whatever yeah. fibers. Icon, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know what right. suckers me into, like, these new models, SAB, is when SAB posts a picture with all the racks of the canopies and the booms. <laughs> The parts and I'm like, Damn. I know it's like a basket of all the tensioners, tensioners and all the little CNC shit. Mm -hmm. And it, I'll say, which I 
I know um, they only come in yellow, mm-hmm. but yellow is my color. I prefer yellow, like canopies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they've put mm-hmm. the the blue trim accent on this one, and it I think it looks really really sharp. Yes, it's and, like, and I love that it I comes like with the yellow boom canopy. as well. Mm-hmm. Right, it doesn't come just a yeah, black. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Um, but more importantly, should I go 4,000 or 4,500? 4,000. 4,000. I think 45 right. is my way too much. Okay, I'm going to do 4,000 and I'll, I'll buy Just another five. That's 5,000. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to get too get many. Two now. of each. <laughs> Just, you got to yeah. try them both. All right, there we go. It's not I'm too sure bad. Every pack weighs different too, so. I, don't have to, I don't have to cry when I look at the bill for this. So. It's fine. I'll do this. Two batteries. <laughs> there we go. Anyways. What's two back? What's two extra <laughs> batteries, Steve? Come on. That's yeah, like no, I need it. So that means, well, now I have five batteries. So when I go to the you know park to go fly, like that's five flights, man. Hell yeah. And each flight's gonna you be different because you got different packs. You can really tell us what yeah. you're looking for. Yeah. Oh, I know the thirty threes are like you know uh, who wants to buy thirty three hundred packs because I'm not gonna need that much longer with yeah. the uh, the bigger well, that's, packs. That's what was running in my puma 12s is 3300 233s mm-hmm. oh maybe i can that. use those for something maybe do a 12 instead of one See, more. now mm-hmm. hop over to sab yeah. <laughs> 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 right. another roll 500 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i am enjoying I need a, the 5s yeah no i i stole my puma i'm not gonna buy another one Oh, damn. I'm, I'm happy. Say, I'm, I'm happy really with my fleet. You. But you got the batteries. <laughs> but you got the batteries. No, I'm happy with my fleet. I'll do a 580 12S, so I might mess with that. Ooh, 3300s in a 580? Okay. That yeah. would... That'll rip. 600 Isn't... stretch. Yeah. Think... Yeah. Think... 600. Yep. I think 3000s were about what we were running in the 570. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Where it was. All right. You do so that. you did some wrenching, you did some building. You just a whole bunch of flying. batteries. What else? Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> That's it. That's it for me, I guess. That's all my pocket can afford. <laughs> Man, he's making us look like a bunch of slackers. I know. We all come back from Merch and we ain't done nothing. Well, I, I did a little bit. Should I should I go through my couple Yeah, of tell books? us what you've done. So, I'm trying to think of something I've done. So, I think of one thing. Yeah, like my drive back home was super simple. Like five hours. I had to stop a couple of times for bathroom breaks and everything else. I was super thankful for that. But you're kind of right. Like, I came back and I just kind of decompressed and didn't do much, like, hobby-related. I didn't go flying or anything like that. I did start actually looking at my 580 Nitro because I did take that with me to Urcha, hopefully to see what's going on with it. I literally had no time for it. I'm like, okay, why was that thing running lean and everything else? But on my drive home, I was like, wonder, it's going lean off the rip. Like, it's just not holding pressure, pushing fuel through the regulator. So then I came back home. I took the tank off, and it was holding pressure. But then I started, like, moving, like, you know, kind of pulling, putting That's pressure the on the tank. And the pressure nipple plastic... You know, uh, was you could see it had a crack, and every time you pressed on it, you. Pss- mm. So, I think that's what oh, it was. Yeah. So I had to put in an order with Bert. I think he said that the parts are not coming in, and there's a huge parts order coming in next week. So I'm gonna get that done, get that ready for because 
Hex, because that's coming up here and pretty much once mm-hmm. this episode releases, like what, a week and a half. A week so, and a half. Yep, so that's going to be my sacrificial bird for Hex. Sacrificial. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I that's it. just, it's going to have to be potentially, uh, you know, Midnight, Fire, it might be Pond Pool. Oh, you know, let's do Pond Pools. Tandem pond pools, I'll go with you. 580 nitros in the Bucket, pond. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. I don't care. Oh, you spot. Yep. Yeah, you spot? No, you're gonna you're gonna be in there. We're gonna pass the radio, but we're not gonna tell you where where the hell it is. You're gonna turn <laughs> the radio on. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. Oh goodness. <laughs> so I figured that would be because here's kind of where I'm I'm getting to a point where like my Puma and my 580 Nitro, they've been in the fleet for pretty much from the beginning. So Mm -hmm. I think this winter I'm going to go into it. It's like a lot of those two helis are the ones that have been in my fleet the longest. I think from an airframe standpoint, it's kind of time to either get a new one and, you know, just build a new airframe or just get a new heli, whatever. I'll do my 580 electric then. My 580 Nitro is my, my newest one, and I don't want to. Yeah, so like. It's running too good. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, you know what? You know, like, there's something about Nitro that Nitro at nighttime, and we're going to talk about some of Steve's lights at mm-hmm. night. There's something about 580 Nitro, even a 700 Nitro at night just feels. Spotlights. Like, yeah, like, it just. It's, it's the perfect combo, right? So. Mm-hmm. 580 Nitro is getting ready for that. Um, let's see. I'm kind of toying, you know. I'm, I, I really don't need a 500. Um, you need I, one. Yeah, like I really don't need one. Yeah, yeah, one. Andy's done toying. So yeah. why are you Everybody toying? should get one. Yeah. Nobody we don't need one, but anything, I would like one. So I'm kind of like, mm, you know. Um, but I, I mean, I'll the, get one if you get one. So this is the plan. I pretty much told Bert that if there's some that are not claimed for the first batch, which I doubt that's going to happen. So if there's any that are unclaimed, I'm going to go ahead and pick one up. Oh, see, that's where me and you, I'm a second batch kind of person. uh, Yeah, well, and it's really just because, like, if there's people that are non-sponsored that really want that size, like that size, and want to get it, by all means, you know, like I want them to get it and enjoy it and fly it, right? Now, if some of them are not claimed, I'll I'll take it. <laughs> it's mine. Yeah, it's mine. Like pretty much, you know. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I kind of been trying. So the Triblade Nitro, I was actually running. I, I tested. Well, tested. Not really tested, but I I got one of the airplane servos. That Theta has mm-hmm. uh, the seven. What is it? The seven eighty-eight, I believe. Seven eighty-two. Okay, yeah, seven eighty-eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And put that on there. I maxed out the amperage in it to make it as fast as it could be, and it seems to actually not do bad for an airplane servo that's a little bit slower, and but it's on the throttle of a nitro. I don't even think you need to crank it that high, dude. To be honest, yeah. I would. I mean, does it get warmer or anything? You know, right, then so, then yeah, just like Sunday. I'm trying that. I got a set of the plastic uh, standards, full size servos, thetas. I want to actually, that's one of the things that 
At 580 Nitro, if it doesn't survive Hex, no matter if that's getting rebuilt or if I get a new kit, I'm going to try the plastic uh, Theta servos that they got, the plastic case ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just just because I think they're a bargain for for any any pilot that doesn't want to spend $120 for a servo and you still are able to program them and everything else, I thought that would, that would be a good servo. So haven't gotten into sure. that yet. Um, yeah. Other than that, that's it. Just slowly getting ready. I'm hoping to get some flying done ahead of Hex, but I'm kind of like, I think Hex for me is kind of like the, it's more of a relax, you know, enjoy the hobby, uh, no business, try to keep it low-key as possible, have a good time with everyone that's going to be going. So I think we're expecting yeah. a pretty good number this year, right, Andy? Yeah. You know, so everyone I know is going. So, mm -hmm. but that's like two Same. people, three people. <laughs> four people here, and they're all going. Yeah. So, including the bot, our bot's coming too. Oh yeah, yeah. Craig. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> Craig's coming too. Yeah, Don't forget Craig. Document everything. Watch you be like, "Fuck you guys, I'm out. <laughs> I'm bored." So, <laughs> yeah, that's interest. it for me. A little bit of hobby stuff, not too much. Um, so. Really? What's who's Andy? You gonna tell us what you did? Well, I can't think of a whole lot I've done. Like when um, I had an uneventful trip back home, which is good. Mm -hmm. I didn't pull out of there till like one o'clock, so I was kind of running late. But you know, I came back to the field and I thought you. I was gonna say hi to you, but I didn't see nobody. I was like, okay, I guess everybody's gone. <laughs> Ghost. Oh yeah. So, um, once I got back, it's just been freaking balls to the wall here around the farm. I've had a couple of really busy days, but that's fine. You know, I was gone for a week, so mm -hmm. I expect to play catch up for a few days. Uh, I still haven't finished my 580 Nitro, so I've got to finish that before Heli X. And I've got to repair my Puma Freedom. I never got that repaired. Um... So I've got I've got lots to do. I should be doing it, but I guess I'll get to it this week, this coming yeah. week, hopefully. Maybe. Just do what I do. Save until you get to the event. Yeah. Well, I took. I, so I didn't get. So I didn't get the nitro finished before Urcha. I didn't get the Puma Freedom finished. I had to wait on the boom. Then only come in like a few days. Um. So I took all that with me. I didn't take the nitro. I took the Puma with me. He's like, oh, well, I'll have plenty of time. I'm going to be there for no. Tuesday night. I'll fix it. But no. I didn't. I didn't do shit. I didn't even take it out of the box. Yep. I saw it. Even, when, even <laughs> when I had time to do it, I didn't. I was just sitting and hanging out and whatever. Yeah. There's other things to do. And I knew that I probably wouldn't do it. But I was like, well, I'll throw it in there just in case. It's not like I don't have the room. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than going to Urcha, I've not done much, anything to do with the hobby since mm. I got back. We got to get you to up to par. Up, up the what? Uh, up to par. Yeah. Like you got to do something in the next week. Oh, I got a lot of shit to do. I, I really need to get that Puma Freedom finished. Oh no, I did do something. Ooh, okay, here we go. I mounted the... <laughs> I mounted the skis to my whiplash gasser and I loaded Ooh, it in the truck. Yeah. I was going to go practice 
I had to go to North Carolina to do some business and I was going to stop at the flying field on the way back. I can't do sliders here at my house because the freaking corn's like 13 feet tall. So, you know, I don't have the room. So I go to the flying club, but I forgot to take my radio. So I hauled, <laughs> I hauled the heli and the gas can all the way to North Carolina and back, mm -hmm. but I didn't have a radio. So I was like, well, tomorrow, tomorrow I'm going to go out and try to do some practice slides, you know, get nice. the technique dialed in. Cause I haven't done any, haven't even, I flew that gasser about two weeks ago for the first time in two years. Uh, I, I was thinking I might, I might participate in that sliding auto contest. You should. It's fun. I might hey, we should my, do uh, an airplane. Let, let's yeah. step it up a notch. Let's do okay. tandem sliding autos. Let's do it. I mean, I'm only going to look at my helicopter, so it don't matter if, if I'm doing it by myself or someone else is auto with me. <laughs> he says, I'm only looking at my helicopter. <laughs> oh, why yeah. not look at your helicopter, too? I'm only looking at mine <laughs> crashing, right? <laughs> the problem will be hit, like, crashing them on the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited about that is, one. Maybe is, this year I get to actually do it. Like me and Steve could tandem and he'd slide 50 feet and stop. And then I'd come in hauling ass and just plow straight through the back of his. <laughs> get both of ours. You know? uh, and then it'd just be tangled up, rolled well, down. I got a question. What do the rules say about that? Because, like, let's say if he stops, you get a 50 prize for feet, it. <laughs> then you hit him so hard that he, you propel him <laughs> another 10, 20, 30 it's feet. It's like uh, curling or whatever that is, yeah, where yeah, you knock yeah, the ball further. Uh -huh. yeah. It could be considered team know. sport, right? Yeah, team sport. No, no, what is that? It's Sounds like the good. thing. Shuffleboard or whatever. Yeah, shuffleboard. Mm, there you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I want to no, see I'm, this. I, you're going to compete in it. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. You got to donate a heli to it. I am not. I'm donating my you know, 700 maybe not, maybe not the the tandem one but you definitely no, no. gonna do sliding regular <laughs> tandem one i don't even think i can do a regular one yeah you are yeah you're doing it there's no there they gonna, are they gonna allow the touch and then kind of be able to kind of float it above the ground yeah, no, no floating no, floating. no it should be sliding do Just pancakes sliding. count i think if you have a hop that's like maybe less than Five or six it's feet, like it's okay. Feet off. Like One if you had like a, but like no a bounce. Like floating it, yeah. Yeah, if you had a bounce. So the, the rule is, long time ago, they kind of let that kind of slide a little Yeah, bit. the very first year, they let that yeah. go, and but that was stupid. That Yeah. It was like right 200 yards or something, 200 how, feet. How, how, do you even, how do you even land these things with those skis? You just, you just do an auto, a sliding auto. You've done sliding autos. Yeah, I did it with the early. <laughs> and you touch down. Um, so there's a line, a foul line, right? Okay. And there's graduated marks both ways. You know, if you want to come from the right or come from the left, you have to touch down before the line, and then you just slide as far as you can. And you have skis attached to your heli, so it doesn't. This is the part that concerns in. me: is the skis. They're just little thin aluminum skis. They work yeah, great. but it'd be, yeah. my sh it'd be my luck that they would like fall off while I'm trying to climb up and do an I auto. I mean, McGrady, like, like oh, three of them, didn't he? Off. They, got, they got random heli skid clamps. That shit ain't coming off. Unless yeah. you smash it in the ground like Kevin did multiple yeah. times. <laughs> then they break. There, there were some eventful ones, weren't there, like in past uh, years. I can't wait to see this. I heard. I heard Brandon Cooper did a great one during practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he obliterated it. 
yeah it's cracking or yeah something. it's just i mean it it's really not that difficult to do the only hard part is touching down before the line yeah and i'll need help with that making sure that you touch down because if you start to go long what what happens is people are going long you know they're still four feet in the air when they're getting close to the line so they force it down and then they just smash it in the ground <laughs> as long as you can touch down smoothly before the line and just, just let it go basically hands off yeah i mean you can feather a little bit of positive but honestly mid stick does just about as good just let well, it slide. I was thinking probably once you get to like those super low RPMs, just like feed it a bunch of positive to try and like drag it out as long as you can. Try yeah. to get as much lightness on the skids, yeah. You yeah. can. But the the trick is it is to get going really fast before you come yeah. down. Momentum. Yeah. Just go up like you know four hundred feet and do a diving auto, flatten out, overspeed it, but then just touch down. In about forty miles an hour, and you'll slide forever. So only we're gonna plan these. I'm gonna plan that thing right LA. before the line. Just Steve, I'm, I'm on the smash my helicopter. I'm on the same page as you. I can already see you when it hit. We're gonna do just gonna inject though. We'll do practice day Friday, so you can. I'm gonna pull a Brandon can, Cooper and crash it, it on practice day. <laughs> you can do it easy, you know. Just come in slow, do a normal auto, and just kind of start sliding, and then just get a little. Is faster, there extra points if I skid on the pond and then onto the grass and then? <laughs> no, no, that's way far. <laughs> the pond is way far. I'm do it over there, right? There's there's longest slide, longest debris field. Mm-hmm. That's the one I'm gonna I'm gonna conquer that one. Uh and I think longest combined, because I think you do two or three runs. So the longest mm. single and the longest combined. Okay. Like it. That's cool. It's really it's not as hard as it looks. I'll it's really pretty yeah. easy. Just just get some speed, flatten out, and just slowly touch down and just let it go. I mean, you gotta get lined up. Don't come in sideways and slide into the pit. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like, oh shit, there's a tower <laughs> way out there. So in my track record, I'm gonna blade stop it ten feet up in the air and then it's just gonna come tumbling down. No. All you guys can do it. Chris, you you're definitely doing it. I'm definitely doing it. Yeah. You can do it. Pick, pick your Steve, helicopter you can do it. now. My last two events I haven't signed up for anything, but I've done everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you're signed up for this one. You're doing it. All right. <laughs> Sounds like the BK the all over again. We need you to send a You're doing boat. this. You're doing this right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's fun. All right. I'll consider. Maybe. No, you're doing it. There's no consideration. I already considered it for you. You already yeah, signed you up. It's done. It's you're been considered, up. approved. Wait I already signed you up. You can't back out. Oh, you already signed me up? All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess there is no choice. It's on the show. It's now law. It's right? forever yeah. now out there. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we doing like some kind of team event? I don't know. Cliff was trying to get that going. I don't know. Team event? What do you mean? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Team sliding auto. I heard about that. Like, I don't, BK, I don't know team, if that's going to be a thing or not. Team if there's a couple people. And no. just, Why would you want to do that? Is this Why are we getting teams involved? You don't need teams when I'm going to win the cool. whole damn thing. Oh, here we go. Oh, there it goes. The he went from just, there I'm not go. doing it to now he's going to win the whole event. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to win the longest freaking debris field. <laughs> I didn't say what I was winning. I just said I was going to win. 
<laughs> if, if I know for a fact my first two aren't that long, this thing's coming in full speed. And I'm going to hit that line. Just watch it. Wait, Dark. so long as to debris field, you still have to hit the foul before the foul line, right? Or does it no, matter? I don't no, think it like matters. Okay, oh, at that point, it don't matter. I think oh, it was okay. last year. Somebody hit and their tail box flew like 60 feet off to the was side. Was that bird song? That was, that was oh. Bird song, I think. Yeah, yeah it was a long debris field. Everybody yeah. else is going to be worrying about the auto, and then there's going to be me and Steve trying to like win the debris field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if I know for a fact the first two didn't get the range, that thing's hitting the first just, line. Just come oh. in doing about 100 miles an hour and toe pick it. Just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guaranteed. Tumbling. Oh boy, this is gonna be entertaining. That new that that raw from Urch is getting redone anyways when I get home. So, whose pipe is on that? Oh no, no, okay, it's, it's my pipe. Okay, yeah, let's do it. I don't, I don't want to damage someone else's pipe that I'm borrowing. Oh, you're doing it. Damn. Maybe I should do it with Gucci's three blade. You don't have to wrench Ooh. on it. You could do it. We could get some real range out of some. Material I mean, you got three that. blades you could like really launch. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so make and sure that you like make sure you send a head. new kit. You send a new kit at my house beforehand. Hey Steve, you want to order that now for me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it it's usually a good time and we have fun. Are we yeah. gonna have Kevin draws do it? a pretty good crowd. Yeah, Kevin's gonna yeah, do Kev, it. Kevin is totally doing it, even though he might say Definitely no. Definitely doing it. Might give us some excuses. I'm not letting him puss out. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting him puss out. You're doing it. He's do. All you guys are doing it. If mm-hmm. I got to do it, you all got to do it. Oh yeah, that's everyone in here flies better than me, so you could definitely do it. I'll make sure that I stay up until like late, like until like Saturday morning at four o'clock, four a.m. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. really nice and primed for this event. Yeah, and you won't be thinking is about it. it. You'll just is do it. it. Instinct. Is Saturday the day of it? Mm-hmm. Saturday. Saturday, yeah. But sure enough, we'll probably do a practice on Friday. You better not leave me out of that practice. I'm going to need it. <laughs> we do um, typically do. See, it's at a different. It's like a different flight line, Chris. So, like yeah. where the the main event is 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 one field runway. Okay. And then off to the distance, there's a whole nother. And that's where you do like the, full the scale runway, and that's where we do that. And it's okay. It's. I don't know if it's putting green grass, but it's definitely fairway grass. It's very, very short, smooth, like carpet. Yeah, You'd be surprised if you if you touch down right at you know the right attitude and just like barely keep the light on the skin. That thing will slide forever. Yeah, you don't got to like you don't. The skill is getting lined up and touching them down before the line. Other than that, it's just kind of let it go. You know, okay. pick up some speed. It's not difficult. All right. Ready. Ready to crash the heli. You know, I'm, crash. I'm not too worried about the crash. No. <laughs> like You'll I said, be good. We'll practice Friday. You'll be fine. I'll use that nitro that's got the messed up uh, Neo that likes to drift. And keep if you us look all on the auto sideways. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, keep exactly. us all gassing the whole time. We'll just, we'll just mount the skids on the... Uh, yeah, the turn it this way. The skis. <laughs> Have us all guessing the whole time. Oh my goodness! And if you look on the website, Cliff is us is the instructor for this, so he'll teach you how to do it. Yeah, Steve oh, O'Connor. Cliff. Yeah, that's what oh, I God. believe. Cliff, Cliff's gonna sabotage me though. No, no. Maybe he would never, or would he? That's what I'm saying. 
Has mm. any, has, is, can we like Dawn dish soap the bottom of these things or like what? I, I didn't see anything in the rules against it. Okay. I mean, if you bring some yeah. wax for skis, you know. So I'm yeah. saying we like lube these suckers up and send them down the greens. He's shaking up his can of Pam, spraying it on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, <laughs> this, guy, this guy brought equipment. <laughs> he's, serious. Yeah, he, he's dialed. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Oh. All right. Well, anything else, that's Andy? Right. No, that's it. I'm just looking forward to Haley X. We'll talk yep. a little bit more about Urcha, but. No, that's pretty much it. Right. Who's who's the last of the Mohicans? Well, there's me, but there's... I didn't do anything. Well, you you, you had to do something. I came home, unpacked, and then I got the, the urge to go find my nitro. And then I fired up the nitro, put it in the air, and this thing started wobbling. I'm like, huh, that's new. And then as soon as I said that's new, it decided to go about 100 yards down the runway. Famous last words. <laughs> Like Kevin McGrady. Oh, yeah, that t- sounds different. Us, tell us about that, because I know you told us, but we weren't mm-hmm. recording. So what happened exactly? So uh, we went to Urcha, and Heli flew fine. No issues, which is mm-hmm. a sign to me that it wasn't a Heli issue. Like, couldn't been a bent swash plate or anything. And uh, I come home, take us to the field, and I brought it up in a hover. And it was like the tail's bobbling, but I'm like, looking at the Heli, I'm like, blades are in track, because first thing I'm thinking is there's a vibration. Right. Blades are in track. Everything's actually looking smooth. And then next thing you know, the heli just tilts to the uh, good old right, and it just shoots down the runway on its own. And wow. I had to take the stick all the way to the left just to get it to come back and had to keep it pinned left in order to land it. So it was like it automatically added 10 degrees of right cyclic. Like 20. Yeah, this thing took off like a missile. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I was like, see you later, heli. And of course, the first thing I'm doing is I'm like, who do I know that has nitros and like would know about something like this? So I called Daniel. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, he's like, oh, I've had this issue. And I'm like, so I called you. <laughs> he goes to me, he goes, and then he goes to me, he goes, yeah, you go, you know, it might be the Neo. And I was like, no. And then he's telling me something about the case. I guess like the board comes loose in the case. Right. Because I guess that's what happened to him. And it did the same exact thing I told him. So I was like, hmm. Makes sense. It could be rattling around in there. Oh, so. Yeah. I mean, it could uh, be. Well, I told could you how be... to fix it, so try that. Yeah. Just yeah, I gotta go gum. buy some bubble gum. <laughs> Zuka bubble gum. Uh-huh. Any uh, special flavor? Goes... Like, what do you think, Andy? Like, yeah. Watermelon. Watermelon? watermelon? Yeah. Okay. Mm. But a big old, like, wad. Big wad. Like, yeah. full cheek full. <laughs> wad, like. Like can't talk. Big big leaves uh-huh. chew. You take big uh-huh. leaves chew out and just like, <laughs> just just press it down in there and then just force the case down. It'll all be <laughs> and then know, 3M be, taper right around the case. It's you're just bonding the board. Like it'll be yeah. it'll be bonded. <laughs> Might as well just epoxy it. Yeah. I was just gonna throw a new fly barless on it, but we'll go with I'll try Andy's method first. Just, okay. Just be careful with how you know wet your bubble gum is you don't want to short everything out so do i like let it sit out for like a little bit and then put it in maybe maybe take a paper maybe take a paper dab. towel and kind of dab it dab it a little bit yeah, just, you know. mm. yep. i just got like the mental image of like this <laughs> poor neo case just bubble gum like cooing out the sides 
it's coming out the ports. You can't plug the wires in. Yeah. The bubble gum squirt, I, don't, I don't have to hide the wires because it just stays in there already. <laughs> no, no need. No need. Yeah. Fuck anyone that, that tries to work on that again. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to return that fly barless back to Kevin and be like, here Pull you go. Pull the servos out and just big long stringy pieces <laughs> of gum come out with it. Oh, my God. But where, where did this Neo come from? Oh, so this Neo isn't new, or it wasn't like mine originally. So when me and Kevin swapped helis, we didn't take mm. anything off of each other's helis. And he just gave me what was on his, and I gave him what was on mine. Was and uh, this Neo is from Kevin. So, And it was in the heli that got grenaded. Kevin oh. McGrady Neo. So mm, now it's all making sense. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, I only flew this heli like 18 times maybe all together. This night, the raw nitro, I only flew like 18 times. And it was yeah. fine, like old, you know, until now, it wasn't given this kind of. We literally did like a smack flight on this heli with like blades out of track and everything at Urcha, and it but wasn't doing anything like this. Don't oh. don't forget how many times that Neo has probably experienced significant G loads from smashing <laughs> into the ground. I, I don't think we call it yeah. extreme G loads. We call them uh, traumatic experiences in, in yeah, the life of probably, a probably probably more than once. And then you gotta remember too, the last crash I had, Kevin drug it down your runway in Ohio about a hundred yards. <laughs> oh man at that point that thing got emotional that, damage. That, knee, that neo hit the ground and and then he didn't know how to hit throttle hold on my radio so the hell he just kept dancing down the runway so i'm surprised it worked at urchin to be honest yeah, yeah i'm surprised that neo's hanging with us still mm-hmm. the bubble gum is the least of that thing's issues yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know like i think i think you know just if that's it, I, I don't know what else could it be. Maybe the the damp, the rubber dampeners. That's uh, the other thing I was thinking because I'm like one of them could have split. Mm-hmm. Which I just happen to have four I mean, new ones now. Yeah, I mean, as hard as he got hit in the past, I would probably. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fact it got grenaded, drugged down an asphalt runway. I mean, you got, let's be honest, you got a Neo that's got a lot of baggage. A Mm. lot of baggage. It's got, it's definitely got daddy issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who's your daddy? Uh, But you also got ready for uh, for the Hex, right? You got your hotel? I got my hotel. Um, I went Uh through, well, I guess we'll go over my night flight during Urcha, but I went back through that raw again because it had a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. And can you believe the? So we hit the ground like 18 times during that flight, and the only thing that happened is the boom got pushed in. Wow. We'll talk more about it. There's... I can't believe that's the only thing that happened. Mm-hmm. I wish somebody got it on video because I'm I'm dying. To I think see me and Steve, we, we were the lucky charms that night. You we know, next there. to you. Yeah, we were right there standing next to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, Steve was like, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. I know he was like the hype man. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like this hell is on borrowed time. Yeah. yeah like- After all the shit it went through. Uh, so but- yeah. Anything else? I, I just I did some stuff. I mean, I got like I went through the helis from Urcha. Mm-hmm. They're all ready for hex. Um, the nitro I gotta just do some work to now, and then that'll be ready for hex, and that's it. We yep. I, c- I confirm my RV rental for hex. Mm. Yep, so that's all set up. Ready to go. Anything else? Any more weeks this is? 
Anybody got anything? No. Nope. Nope. Next. Well, we know what's next. What's what? What is it, Chris? Who tell? Todd's popping. <laughs> so I think we should do like we should do the 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 news, I guess, and then right after that, I think we should talk about this next event that we're all going to create some hype. How we do it that way? Because that's hopping. Yeah, that's the next thing hopping. Yeah, that's part of the announcements, uh, hopping. Stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can go over what's do next. it. All right. So I'll start with what's hopping. I mean. So we don't have a lot, right? But we got two things that we noticed that we saw, at least, you know, all of us or some of us got to look at at Urcha. The first thing is that that uh, Nimbus 650 Nitro. Mm-hmm. Looks like it flies like it's on rails. Literally. Was Literally. Or rotor text. I think it's on, <laughs> might have been on rotor text. I don't think those guys are flying rails. But um, I watched Nick, Diego. Um, I saw a flight with Kenny Co. flying it, and it looks like a really solid machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's impressive because Nick built that, was it Friday mm-hmm. or Thursday at the event, crashed it, fixed it, and then flew it Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, but those are all prototypes. So some of them had some like funky looking parts on them. Um, the will mm-hmm. have the finished product. I didn't. I don't know if I heard when they were gonna do it, like when the finished product's gonna be out. But um, yeah, I like the design of the nitro. Though. I like that that they have that uh, the way that they have the clutch stack built. Yeah, yeah. it's a little bit opposite. Like... Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of neat. It brings that motor a little bit higher up, which I think mm-hmm. uh, you know, helps that CG of that. You know, but yeah, sure. it's cool. I like the the whole clutch attack extra support i hope they they keep that i feel like that's gonna be you know, i don't think you're gonna wear that close stack bearings as easy as some of the other ones oh yeah you know so they look light like dude they didn't you know be honest for a 650 size if that's the max blade on it i think it's gonna be really good this loading once it's you know all finalized yeah, so I I'm, I question that. I mean, I, I'm sure it could probably fit 650s, but 650s on a 50 size nitro seems that's too big, too mm-hmm. much. Like 600 is pushing it, you know? Yeah, because we were you gotta think Goblin came out with 650, and we were running 105s and stuff. 105s, right? <laughs> and they were like discloding perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, so I, like, I'm, I'm interested in why they made that a 650. You know, we would love to get Frank or someone from Excel to kind of talk about that, mm-hmm. explain it. Yeah. Well, there could be a multitude of reasons, right? And a lot of times is CG and everything else plays into how long the boom is, you know? So even though it might True. be the max, it might be True. the max blade, the blade is still be a, you know, 605 or somewhere in that range. Yeah, you can run a 600, most, I'm sure. But you got to bring that tailbox yeah. so far back to make sure it's CG's right. Sure, yeah. No, that you makes know? sense. It could be. Who knows, right? But it looked really good. It looks I'm not like, really, yeah. I'm not a big fan of the canopy. I hope that they. Change I didn't see the canopy. canopy. Yeah, I think the canopy it's, is going to cha- be changed. It's not going to be the Nimbus okay. canopy. Probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the 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 one that I saw was you know it was at night 
and Nick and and a whole bunch of XL folks were literally building it in like the dark with like lights and cell phone lights and stuff. <laughs> and um, and then Nick goes out to the right while people are doing night flights in the middle light thing, like in under the towers. He goes to the right with no towers, no lights, nothing, and he freaking throws a killer flight down there testing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he brings it over and flies it on the light, and he like totally crashes it like two minutes into the flight. <laughs> that was a sick but- flight though. Yeah, it was a sick flight, dude. Yeah. And then Saturday night, he flew it again. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how he flew that thing at night because I could barely see my heli. And then he's got his. It's totally black. There was the, the blades. Nothing. No canopy. Out. Nothing. Like, yeah. I, I was know. like. That's a good old yeah, Master was... Jedi powers. That he doesn't got. have to see it. He just knows where it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stick inputs the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah that was pretty cool, though. Fly. Probably. Yep. And then we got to see. So the next one is the Raw 500. We saw, we got to see a couple of people fly it. Chris, you flew it. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Bird, Bird fly uh, it. Todd, Manny. Manny. Yep. Mm-hmm. So those give, look uh, good. Um, yeah. I'm going to give Bill Ann a little bit of a plug here. He did a, a mm-hmm. little bit of a, a run through with Bert, showed some yep. of the features of it and stuff. So there's some, a little bit of video that's, Pretty pretty detailed if you want to check it out, and then Bert flies it just a little bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there was that, and then we have on here those new uh, KD twos. They're called the new yeah, expert. KD2, yeah, KD two, KD two, expert, expert, yeah. expert, expert servos. servos. Yeah, I saw these things a few weeks ago, I guess, mm-hmm. and um, they got some neat stuff going on here. So this is like an updated of the KD-1 expert Mm -hmm. that's got the, I guess, uh, Kyle Dahl tuned, whatever, PIDs and stuff. PIDs, yep. Well, they have got something called um, auto adaptive frequency range. And I think, I don't see it here, but I think they also will auto... um, either 760 or 1520 yeah center mm. pulse yeah it all says yeah here fly auto bar. adaptive dual band 760 mm-hmm. or 1520 an auto adaptive frequency range 50 to a thousand hertz which is uh, that part's kind of weird i mean i the auto adaptive frequency range doesn't yeah that doesn't make sense because that's right. the fly barless controls that but the dual band, whether I do 760 or 1520, I wonder mm-hmm. how it it just knows. What it probably boots up and, and knows that, you know. Pulse it's seeing. Right, the middle pulse it's seeing. It's not seeing, you know. That's kind of cool. I mean, though, I mean, that's mm-hmm. different. I haven't seen anybody doing that before. Yep. Still has the removable leads, right? Removable servo leads, which mm-hmm. every servo should implement because that's know. the most greatest thing ever. Um, I agree. Yeah. For helis, it makes so all much All new sense. motor and gear set designed with enlarged two millimeter gear alignment pins for better durability. Um, kind of a redesigned case with a little bit of gold around the top. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Didn't they have like a, a little test stand set up with them that they would keep mm-hmm. getting actuated and showing the power draw on them? I, at don't Urcha? Think, I don't know if they had these on that stand. Um, where they pick up soda bottles 
That's yeah, like yeah. something has sort of bottles. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they always have that. I didn't. I should have. I don't know why I never thought to stop and ask them more about these particular servos. Mm-hmm. I just never thought about it. I saw yeah. them, the expert booth there. But um, anyway, I just thought it was kind of cool to have that um, auto adaptive stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be, that could be pretty neat in the future. Something new where you don't need a box anymore. Of course, I got overcurrent protection, over temperature protection, mm-hmm. uh, fail safe. All kind of stuff. Um, awesome. Yeah, so go check them out. They got uh, the Cyclic KD2 and the KD2T is the tail. Yeah. Do we know the the, the map price on that? Um, like what, 180 dollars like 199.99 for the tail. Uh, mm-hmm. And $199.99 for the uh, $200. Cyclic. Yep. Wow. I don't know, man. The KD ones were like one seventy or eighty. Yep. They're expensive. One eighty, I think it was. Yeah, that's eight hundred bucks just on servos. I always ran set. the the R twos, which were mm-hmm. had some. They weren't the Kyle Dahl tuned stuff, and yeah. I think they had plastic in the case instead of being all aluminum. Uh-huh. Uh, they were on like hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, that's good though. Yeah. yeah. I like. I just love that removable servo lead. It makes mm-hmm. wiring or working on a servo working. or working on yeah. anything just so much better. Yeah. Oh, it makes yeah. it so much easier. Servo manufacturers, please put removable wires on your servo. The and thing I love, the love about, of God, please do. That. I've been asking for for theater to do it, but oh, it's, man, it's if, they, if they if they did that, psh, oh, they'd, they'd kill I know. It. I've been keep, I'm telling the owners, it off. You gotta do it. That would gotta do it. That'd be the greatest thing ever. The thing I love is uh, if you ever had to swap out a servo, you literally just unplug that lead, mm-hmm. undo the servo, slap a new one yeah. in, yep. plug that lead yep. in. It's awesome. Get a shorter lead, too. You like having to a... make your leads because you can always just order a new lead if you don't sell the servos. It's yeah. freaking fantastic. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. Anything else? Anything else? Let's talk hats. LEX. Yeah, let's, let's talk up. about what's next popping in the, the event arena. Hex. Yeah, Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Triple Tree. Mm-hmm. Woodruff, Woodruff, South Carolina. Uh, let's see. Uh, they're going to have knife flying, multiple flight sites, more or less. That's what you want to do. So they have the main area that's down by the pond, all the way in the back of the property. Uh, we're going to do, they're going to have the sliding auto contest on Saturday, practice on Friday. Uh, they're doing. They're still doing their their steak dinner on Saturday. Is that correct, Andy? Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think that's on Friday night. Is it on Friday night? Okay. okay. Um, well, don't quote me on this. I yeah. should know, but I don't know anything. Uh, you don't. Yeah. So you buy you. Uh, I don't remember the fee. It's like ten bucks or something. You you. They have a local butcher. Fifteen dollars. Bunch of steaks. Okay, fifteen bucks. And then they have a big grill there. So you get your, you pick out the cut of meat you want, the steak, and then you grill it yourself. And then they have the sides and stuff to go with it. Oh, Kinda actually, like sorry. It was 20 own. bucks, but 25 on site. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's cool. That's, and they that's got a, some really like good a big local butcher, and right? Mm-hmm. Some other stuff from like a local butcher. Yep. You know, hand cut steaks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah. What else? What else they got? So they got. Uh, hookups, right? So camper hookups. 
plenty of yeah, them. Tons um, of hookups. Yeah, so the whole yeah. property has over 80 power and water hookups. It's just yeah, just just at the um where the the heli event is, which is the 3D line, if you know anything about um triple tree, where they normally when they do Joe Nall, that's where all the like big 3D planes are. There's I think fifty some hookups down there. Mm-hmm. And it's just water and electric. So so there's no no sewer, but there is a dump station, I believe. Yep. Yes. Um yep. there's tons and tons of room for uh primitive camping or boondocking if you want. And there's mm-hmm. there's trees around, so there's shade. Oh, nice trees. There's yep. a river runs through the back that you can swim in, there's ponds. Mm-hmm. Um it's pretty cool At place. Shower houses, like really nice shower houses. Bath house, very, real very nice. nice um bathrooms, flush mm-hmm. toilets. There's no porta potties or none of that. Yeah. Really nice showers. So if you're primitive camping or tent camping, Good. um, there's like, was there 50 or 60 of them, Steve? I mean, it's like a whole big giant building full of yeah, showers. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I usually say, when I describe it to people, I usually say you walk in and there's like four or five sinks, marble top, you know, nice, mm-hmm. nice, you know, mirrors and everything, hair dryers on the wall. And clean. Clean. They clean it three or four times a day. And then you see a big long aisle, and on one side is all toilets, probably about fifteen of them, and then on the right side is all showers. Mm-hmm. So you have plenty of showers. It's all raised off the floor on like you know on wood. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not like on concrete or anything like you know, kind of whatever, dirty it's or nasty. Kinda, so if you imagine the facilities to handle events of the thousand to two thousand people mm-hmm. range, like Joe Nall. Now just you know trim that down. Unfortunately, we don't have that people. big of events in Haley's, but um, trim that down to 100, 150. But you still have all the bathroom and stuff, so you you never have to wait for a shower. You never have to wait for a, yeah. a toilet. It's never. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. It's really it's really the best place to bring your significant others if they don't want to go camping. <laughs> like yeah. you know, your family bring bring the kids, yeah. bring the wife. Yeah, bring the kids, bring bicycles and stuff, like because the kids are all over the place. They're running around having a good time, you know, mm-hmm. as well. So I'm bringing my bike the for only, sure. The only negative, really, that I can think of it is it's a little far out of the way. So sorry, Chris. Tr- try to the best way if you don't have a camper or you don't want a tent camp is to try to do RV share or one of those mm-hmm. uh, rent a camper. Basically, you can just have it dropped off. Um, yeah, as somebody who has a hotel, it's the closest one's twenty minutes. They're average like twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah, and yeah. there's not a lot of restaurants or places to eat close either. So no. it's kind of a place where you kind of want to plan to bring your food and, and eat on site mm-hmm. as much as you can. Yeah, you're I grill 30, 30, family. 30, forty minutes to go out and eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the facility, what you got there, makes up for it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it's beautiful. Like it's you know, it's really hard to describe the scenery of it though. It's just you know, rolling hills, and you have like ponds all over the place, and that that river in the back, and and all the trees are, and all the like you know, camping spots all have um, mulch around them and stuff. Like it's very well groomed yeah. and well kept. It's, it's almost like, um, and all the grass on the flying areas is is golf course quality. Yeah. Like they they have a custom built mower. That mm-hmm. uses the real mowers like they use on golf courses, except they have one they pull with a tractor. It's like forty feet wide, 
because they have a full scale runway, you know, grass runway. Yeah, a tower and everything. Yep. And um, so, I mean, it's just beautiful, perfect carpet, green grass everywhere. And these people let us fly there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> yeah. And then they actually have like the, they have a full scale hangar up on top of the hill. They have yeah. some cool airplanes. They have RC models everywhere inside. It's like a little museum, which is pretty cool. And I've never actually if... been in there. Hmm? You've never been there? <laughs> no, I've no, been to LAX two or three times. Never been yeah. to the thing. Do There's the, even like a little even have store open, or something, right? When we're there for Heliax? I don't know. So they I don't have think all they... that open with Joe Nall and you can walk through and right. get everything. I don't think they do, but uh, from my understanding, it's all a matter of like talking to the owner. Just asking someone, yep. yeah. Asking yeah. somebody and they could set it up. I think that would be pretty cool to kind of go you know, just break away from the flight line and go check that out, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe we could do something. I know, Andy, we're going to send our charming and voice andy you're it get us in there okay i can do that (laughs) they had a mustang but i believe they sold that that was really cool to look at yeah oh super awesome event coming up it'll be roughly about a week and a half after this show uh releases um august 31st through september 3rd it's a labor day weekend and I think you got you you got to vacate by like what two o'clock on Sunday. Like there's no twelve. Yeah, it's yeah, a little bit about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So really cool. A bunch of us will be there. I'm say hi. I'm sure we'll be center stage. Join the show. Chris will be putting on the show. You know, maybe come come watch Chris do sliding autos. Mm-hmm. I come watch people Chris. smash some shit. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anything else? That's it. Uh, I guess that's it. Come, All right, come Chris. Visit. Hit us with the next thing. There. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, Gooch. What's up, Big Raw? What battery are you running that three-blade monster of yours? Oh, the Tri-Nasty? Oh, nothing but the best. Maniacs. What type of head speed you running? All the head speed, 2,500, baby. (laughs) Full send. Maniacs! If you're looking for a top of the line battery for RC models, look no further than Maniacs batteries. These batteries are designed to provide exceptional power delivery and with proper current mains allow these batteries to last hundreds of cycles without showing wear. And thanks to their low internal resistance, Maniac's batteries stay cool even under full load. And with a USA service center and a one-year manufacturer's warranty, you can be confident that you're getting a high-quality product that will outlast the competition. Still included is the six-month crash replacement discount off 30% off MSRP. Give them a try and see for yourself why they're the go-to choice for serious RC modelers. Maniacs! And we're back. We're going to jump into our main topic, which is Urcha. And we're going to start this off with the person who got there first, hmm. which is 
Steve. Steve was there for an actual like full seven days. Yeah. Yeah, I get there stupid early. So <laughs> So basically originally I was supposed to go there to uh Tuesday to Sunday. I was gonna meet up with Andy, you know, he was he was gonna show up on Tuesday. So I was like, okay, I'll go up Tuesday. Um come find out, you know, maybe about two or three weeks before Urcha. Um, you know, my good friend Rob McClellan was going there Saturday. And I was like, ah, oh, you're going there Saturday, and I have all this time off. And, you know, like, I, I know this urge is going to be the big one because all the international folks, worlds, you know, Nats, all that stuff is going on. So, you know, I'm like, ah, oh, man, screw it. Rob, could I stay with Crash at your place, you know, your camper from Sunday to Tuesday until Andy gets there? And he's like, yeah, of course. So, yeah, I changed my plans. Um, I basically... Had everything packed up Saturday night and Sunday. Um, I hit the road around like maybe around like six thirty. You know, I wanted to leave earlier, but around six, six thirty. And it was estimated about nine and a half hour drive for me. It was six hundred and seventy miles total. Uh, coming from Virginia up to Indiana. And, you know, so I headed out. Uh got about four hundred miles into it and got a flat tire. So, you know, that started off my week with a, a nice flat tire and, you know, changing a, a tire on. I was lucky. I was able to pull off the next exit um, and change the tire in the parking lot. So I was on the side of the road risking my life to change yeah. the damn tire, especially with the front left driver's side. So, like, you know, you pull over on the right side. That's that's mm -hmm. a vulnerable spot. So. Mm -hmm. so anyways, I was able to get pulled off on the road and I, I got the tire swapped out. Um First time swapping out the tire in the truck. <laughs> I never had to do it before in the 88,000 miles I put on this truck. Yeah. Um, so, so I did have to YouTube because I didn't know I actually how to drop the damn tire in the back. Like it's underneath oh, the bed. You go so I didn't know how. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't know about the whole crank <laughs> thing. You had to put the whole yeah, thing together and, yeah, and yeah. Had, there's like a key thing you had to do to pull out the, uh, the access hole to, uh, <laughs> You know, put the shaft in there yeah. and then basically wind the, the tire oh, man, down. I wish I could have been there, Steve, walking around the truck. He's looking I'm like, how the fuck do I get this tire? How the fuck do I get the tire out? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, YouTube, you know, first thing I do. So. He's not shoving that little thing into See, the really, hole to turn yeah. it. He's just trying to pry it down. He's like, come on. No, because I'm looking at him like, how do I get I guess, this thing? It has a spring-loaded thing on the bottom. Yeah, you know? I guess if you've never done it. it it's yeah, you just don't know. But right. I actually really like those because you don't have to lift it. You just crank it and it comes down the ground. Yes. It's really easy to it's handle. It's the best. Yeah. You don't have to remove any shit to get to it, right? Like no. if it's in the trunk or underneath the, all your, you know, my stuff in the trunk of my cars. You it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Plus when you get the old tire, you just put the crank old one underneath it. And, yep. You crank right back up and tightens it up. Mm. So th that thing's actually a really good design. But yeah, I had to learn on, you know. In a in a parking lot, it was like a Sleepy's mattress parking lot or something. Um, but yeah, it was interesting, you know. Um, you just to stop at a mattress place to change the tire. Yeah, tire. I mean that's just that, that's the first thing that was you know I pulled right, right, right up. Oh, that's where I am. <laughs> Zero psi in that tire, you know. Um, but yeah, that that delayed me like thirty minutes. It wasn't actually bad at all. Um, what I was what was lucky is that um. It's been off and on raining that whole day on Sunday. So I was lucky that it was actually not raining um, yeah. when I had to do the tire change. So, um, but yeah, I got, I got to Urcha probably around, around five o'clock. Um, it took me overall 11 hours to get there. Um, wasn't too bad. Uh, yeah, a lot of pee breaks, man. Uh, driving by myself, drinking a lot of, you know, beverages in the, uh, 
as I'm driving, listening to the podcast, uh, I listen to Hellyheads and RCHN. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I notice I'm like, damn, I gotta, I gotta stop pee again. You know, <laughs> okay, like every every other like you know rest area, I'm like, damn, I gotta stop at pee again. What the f-? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got there safe, and that was the best part. Um, met up with Rob. Uh, I think that night I took a flight. I think. I think I took a, a like a golden hour, like you know, maybe it was like eight o'clock or seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. It's wild, nine thirty, and it's like finally getting dark out there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. you know being on that far. It's mid. very, it's it's very very east and still, but still in the eastern time zone. It's weird up through there. Yeah, it's very very west of the eastern time zone. Yeah, yeah, that's what. The, yeah. That's yeah, what you I said mean. east of the east. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it's very west of the eastern <laughs> yes. time zone. Yeah, so you're right like there. The time, like the crazy. time zone, actually, not too far from here in Tennessee, it switches. Like on the other side of Knoxville, switches, to Knoxville yeah. and Crossville. But That's then when true. it gets up to Kentucky, it cuts west. And then up to Indiana, it cuts even more west. So, so weird. It's, yeah. really, it's, it's really weird. You but, think there'd just be a straight line, but no. it's Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't get dark till freaking 930 or 10. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, around that seven o'clock golden hour is great mm-hmm. because it's still really bright and light out. But like you can see that nitro just stay there like that, you know, the smoke mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sunday, you know, got there, um, didn't really do much, but like a little flying. Um, I think I went out to dinner that night, I think, uh, with Rob and a couple of folks. Um, Mitch Booth was another person that was there early. Mm-hmm. So I really got a chance to hang out with Mitch, um, early on this trip, which was great. Uh, you know, I've I've known Mitch for a while now. I think a couple of urches and also from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, in like just knowing all the Ohio folks, right? Like Dan and all you guys hang out together. So um but yeah, I really got to get to know Mitch this uh event, so that was cool. Um Monday we came around, uh got to check out some worlds, got to see the I don't remember what day it was. It Monday or Tuesday, one of those days. But I got to see um, the F3N set maneuvers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was cool. Got to see Nick, Young Bin Lee, um, Aaron Cole, Rasmuth. Who else? Uh, a couple of folks from Britain. Uh, I didn't catch their names. But yeah, just a whole Dave bunch of folks. Dave Fisher uh, is one Dave of Fisher, them. Dave Fisher, yep. Yep, he was one of them from uh, Great Britain. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, he, he was miniature, right? Duncan Osborne? No, he's a line. A line, okay. And then Aaron um, Cole was there from a line as well. Yeah, and then I can't remember the kid's name for miniature, but he's good. And then there's mm-hmm. Cade. Cade, yep. Um, I think that was everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was great. It was good to see them set maneuvers, but, you know, they're set maneuvers. Like, you can definitely tell, like, as pilots choose the same set maneuvers, you, I don't know. This is me, personal. Don't don't take it in my opinion, but like it just gets boring to me. I just see the same maneuver done over, and I'm like, wow, I don't know how to do that, but that person did it, and that person did it, and that person did it. I'm like, okay, it's, yeah, yeah, I agree. Sets cool. is like the boringest thing to do. Like, yeah, to, yeah, to, to watch do is like, cool, but to watch is boring. But yeah. it's I mean, it's they all pick super the same. hard. Yeah, like, they all I, pick. The I can't super fathom doing case. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't fathom doing with the, the K values that these guys pick, you know, the maneuver list. But but it's just like when you do see them over and over again, you're like, okay, that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. And it's cool also to see when one, one pilot is 
far better at a maneuver than another pilot, you know, to be able to gauge that, to be able to actually vis- visually see that, you know, difference. Um, but yeah, it was cool. Uh, and that's really all I got a chance to see worlds because after that I was hanging out. I was having fun. Um, there was people showing up every day. Every day got more and more busier and busier. And, um, you know, I started doing some, uh, tuning on the 580, started flying that a lot. Um, those earlier days, um, met up with, uh, Josh McDonald, um, Kudra, Lance, those guys all kind of showed up on that, I think Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday-ish. Um, so yeah, we were hanging out doing a lot of fun stuff there. Um, that everyone else started showing up like Tuesday and Wednesday started becoming big. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, Andy, you showed up Tuesday. Who else? Yeah. Right? Tuesday night. Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan come in Tuesday night, right? Or Wednesday. I, I came Wednesday, Wednesday. So yeah. yeah, like I, I initially I was like going to work the full day on Wednesday. Cause it's, it's mm-hmm. five hours, 260 miles. Um, and it's like, probably the easiest 260 miles because it's like i get on a highway and i go 180 miles west and then i cut down to uh months indiana so it's like super easy um so i'm like you know what i'm not gonna work the whole day uh i made a command decision i'm like i'm gonna leave i'm gonna take off from work at noon i'm like so hopefully by 12 30 or so i'll be on the road i did not get on the road until like 1 30 <laughs> and i made Always. it there right at i think it was like 5 30 on the dot more or less so it took me about you know i i probably you know don't judge me but i was probably pulling a little camper on average speed you know when i was actually on the highway average speed was like 70. I, I pretty much kept a pretty good pace. Um, and I got there Wednesday afternoon. Of course, Andy was there. Uh, I think, Steve, you're up front with uh, the guys that pit close to the headquarters over there. But I met up with Andy and uh, Mitch. They were already set up, and they kind of reserved a spot for me for my little peanut, you know, in the yep, back yep. of Mitch Booth. Little BK camper. City. Yeah so that was pretty pretty cool like i don't think i did any flying on wednesday it was kind of like just hanging out um we went out to dinner it was you know raining did... too when you got there yeah it rained what seemed like yeah. forever um i drove most yeah. of the drive was in the rain uh, on and off um so and i think the rest of the night really on wednesday we just hung out by the campers and we just it was Kyle Spiels, Donnell uh, were there. So we kind of just hung out. And I think if you came back once it got dark and we kind of, we didn't do much, just, just kind of catch up hang with out. people. Yeah, just hang out. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. To me, that's kind of how it all starts. Like, I don't, I'm not one of the, you know, every air show, even any event really, I don't go straight into flying. I just kind of start hanging out and talking to people, catching up with people. But really, yeah. Thursday, like, I don't know why, but I feel like Thursday, day and night was, like, the heaviest. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, we flew, we 
hung out, we flew at night, yeah. we partied at night. Like Thursday uh-huh. night seemed like it was like, yeah. man, it was like, it felt like a Friday for me, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, um, Thursday was fun. Mm-hmm. Even Wednesday, I thought was cool. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like Wednesday, I guess. So Tuesday, Wednesday during the daytime, I was doing a bunch of uh, setup for Eagle Drift. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, like, I think uh, Manny got there. Uh, was it Wednesday? Mm-hmm. And started yeah. setting up the BK10 real quick. Like, you know, we started really making progress and getting the event set up. Um, and yeah, it was great that like everyone started showing up and it's just, I don't know. <laughs> it's a big party. It's just awesome. You know, see everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was the, the neat thing. I think this year is that really BK hobbies, beta, Hell yeah. Um, hobby Represent wing, strong. NX hobby Nova, wing, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of share the same tent. Oh, like yep. Eagle Drift being neighbors right next yep. door. Eagle Drift right next door. Like I, I even got to hang out with Vincent Offenbeck. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool to actually sit down and talk to him. Just hang out, you know. Yeah, good um, dude, man. Yeah, so it was really cool. I'm glad that I kind of liked ha- the fact that we didn't just have one team in the tent. Like we had mm-hmm. a couple of teams. Um, yeah, and we're able to kind of help each other out, you know. Yeah, uh, right. So we had BK Hobbies, and then we also, you know, we had Theta. Mm-hmm. Um, but also with Hobby Wing, you know, having Danny Warris there and his team there, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is great because a lot of the Hobby Wing members are also Eagle Drift team members as well. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of cool, you know, Greg Ringo and Mike and those guys uh, from the West Coast, mm-hmm. um, all hanging out with us, you know. And then Thursday afternoon too. It was when um, was Thursday afternoon? No, it was Wednesday afternoon when Bert and Susie showed up. They drove all the mm-hmm. way from Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was cool. Like the next in day, new car. Yep, in the in the new car that you know, I think it took them like three five hours to get up to church this year. They had to keep stopping, you know, in their new car. So yeah, it was, six times they said six stops they had to make. Yeah. Actually, that wasn't great. bad. I expected it no, to be a lot it, worse, it, but it really. I think, I, I mean, I think it's great. Two hours added on to a sixteen-hour trip. It yeah. was not bad at all. It yeah. way easier than I expected. Especially mm-hmm. when the car does most of the driving for you, huh? He was saying a lot mm-hmm. of times the stops were like fifteen minutes. The yeah. superchargers, and they yeah. could get another two hundred miles or something, hundred fifty yeah. miles. So that yeah. really was better than I would expect. I, I think really... that's that. That's the key, right? If you're gonna do that, you need to have that network in place mm-hmm. to do it. So, um, I was very, I was surprised on both sides. Like, you know, it was awesome to see like KSD set up. So KSD mm-hmm. had a booth. Jr. was there. Propo, yeah. um, you know, it was right next to us. So it was really like at the one end. It was more or less Jr. BK Hobbies, Hobby Wing, that you know, and then it was yeah. Like well, on the other end, Jr. was uh, Oxy too. Oh, Oxy, yeah, Oxy was, was down right there. there. I didn't even yeah. really have a chance to go down there. It was mm-hmm. it was really. I, I think I was very impressed that you know the uh, the usual companies, the brands were there supported. You know, there were some missing though. Uh, this year yeah, there are a lot missing come on yeah. let's be honest yeah and i think there's we should also lot. talk about uh the the thursday thing too yeah i don't know i think oh. the drama is interesting yeah so yeah it was really cool um you know like i i think we started seeing being able to catch up with people like what probably starting thursday 
Um, so, you know, like we had folks like every day, man, every yeah. day, every day people are coming in, new yeah. people. Great. So, like, I got to catch up with like Eric Bonfig. Mm -hmm. Um, on Friday, I actually got to uh, drive around a little bit with a newer uh, heli pilot. He's actually from Ohio, Josh uh, Gould. Um, so, you know, he's fresh as he could be, you know, kind of been in and out of the nice. hobby. Um, so I got to see blood. Know, yeah, new blood, you know, like he actually picked up uh, Eric Bonfig's uh, V Control Classic. Nice. So he's all stoked about that. Um, you know, um, it was cool to see Mark Knopp from Michigan. Um, obviously, you know, the teammates that we had, you know, coming in that came in, like Greg Ringley from, mm -hmm. um, from, uh, from Arizona, it was cool to see him. Denny was Again, there, yeah. like you said. Um, uh -huh. And it was cool to see, like, let's see, Mikey. Mikey Lawrence showed up. And, like, yeah, like Mike and Jesus. And Jesus. And yeah. Jesus. Hell I yeah. wasn't expecting them. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's cool. Um, you know, yeah. and then our usual suspects like Todd and Candy and Brittany. Uh, it was really, really cool to see all Dana, the right? Yep. Dana mm -hmm. showed up. And Mike. Mike, Mike yeah. Sobe. Mm hmm so yeah. binasky um yeah let's see who else i got to talk to gosh there's been some so many people um you know like but it was the biggest thing for me this year was getting to see kenny ko heck yeah you know throw down yeah. you know we saw young bing lee amazing no yep. no disrespect but you know like i think this is the only time that i've seen kenny in person fly yeah no this 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 is the one and only time yeah yep. amazing oh my god yeah amazing was... just standing next to him to see him fly mm -hmm. holy moly yep. yeah that was kind of like thursday and friday i think it was lower <laughs> low key um you know uh I'll, comes what came friday right was it friday when the, the drama really kicked off or was it thursday afternoon no it was thursday, thursday, thursday evening after. Thursday evening at eight thirty. That's when the meeting was called. Well, the drama really started at like twelve. Yeah. Well, like I mean, the drama really started last year, right? To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> so, you know, but it unfolded in public in yeah. my eyes. You know. Yeah. So we all know that Urcha, they've been trying to reestablish their credibility, their creds, right? As far as well, the organization. Yeah. yeah. For mm -hmm. uh, for over a year now. Right, they've kind of had all these issues when it comes to finances, this, that, and the other. Well, um, Thursday evening at eight thirty, um, uh, Augusto Augicopter called, you know, like a meeting of members to include the current. Well, board. it's a board meeting. It was yeah. it was a normal board a, meeting. A it's an annual meeting. meeting. It's a members annual members meeting. And yeah. it kind of blew up because at that point. Uh, there was an attorney present. I mean, he got really, oh, really man. Let me break this down. Really Let me break quick. this down for you guys. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what you got? Uh, what was your thoughts, right. Steve? Give so, us your so thoughts. Eight. Okay. We so Augie, you know, this is an annual members meeting that they do at every year's Urcha, and this Augie's, you know, he's like, we really need to have this one, and he basically they were all there. You know, you got your your Dan, your Tim. Um, I forgot the other guy's name. Egg. And Augie, and Augie there. And you know, they got mics, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna get started soon." And blah blah blah. And there's people standing around the bleachers, and 
you know, and Bert's like, Bert tried to get, make sure that everyone went from the team, you know, mm-hmm. get as many like team folks there, you know, that are vested members. in this hobby, right? We were members. Yeah, well, me- yeah, members, but also, you know, folks that are vested in the hobby, right? Who, who, you know, do this more than just as a hobby. Anyways, um, you know, uh, they sit down and then, you know, Augie kind of flags this person over and, and this lawyer comes up and was, uh, she comes up and sits down and starts handing out paperwork. So basically, Augie had his lawyer come and, you know, not serve papers, but like to, you know, um, give out some papers that explain like what they need to do because currently the Urcha organization um, back in 2016, they stopped filing any of the paperwork to the state of Indiana which basically made them um, no longer an organization. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2023, they recreated a new organization, but they, um, with, on paper, they had, you know, all the board members, Tim, Dan, you know, and, and so on. But they never had an election. And in no, their bylaws, elections. you need or to have an election. The assets over. They didn't do a bunch of stuff. They didn't do a bunch of stuff that's, that they're supposed to legally do. Um, you know, come come in March, they did do an election for a treasurer. And if you remember, it was Augie versus uh, some other gentleman. I forgot his name. But Augie won that, and he became the first elected treasurer of the new organization for Urcha. Now, being the treasurer of an organization and having people that are technically have access to the money and how they spend the money, but aren't technically legally on the board because they were never elected in is a huge liability for Augie because he was elected in. So now, so he brought a lawyer with him and said, you know, to protect myself, this is what we need to do to rebuild this organization in good standing for the state of Indiana. And the board was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they did not want to hear nothing of it because, you know, you brought a lawyer and what the hell are you going to bring a lawyer? I want to. Uh, you know. One, one thing, Steve, mm-hmm. that, yeah, I didn't understand, and most people didn't understand, is he hired the lawyer for Urcha to get the organization where they need to be legally. Yes, it he wasn't yes. like his lawyer against. No, no, the no, board. no, no. It yes, was he sought legal counsel? Right. Like, what do we got to do to get this organization legal? Fixed. Because. Mm-hmm. Yep. The AMA has started pushing them yes. that it, you're going to have to get your shit straightened out or yeah. we you can't be a SIG anymore and you're going right. to have to go away. Yeah, so so I just, it seemed like, and I didn't understand it at the time, it seemed like this was Augie's lawyer serving papers to the to the other guys. No. But it really wasn't. She was just there this is what to, we need to represent the organization. It's like, we got to have an election. We got to do this, da 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 yeah. Okay. Now go go on with yeah what you were saying. Um. <laughs> so so basically to protect himself, he did this whole thing, right? And and um, they didn't want to hear it. They're you know obviously they they did you know Augie they knew about this, right? Obviously you know people talk, but but you know to ha- do it at the event on a Thursday before like you know just the first day of the biggest event for them you know in the year, it's kind of blindsiding them, you know for sure. I, I totally see that. But um but yeah, he dropped the ball on them, man. <laughs> and uh they stepped away. Um, you know, and then there's some there's some griping about it because Augie wanted a mic and still wanted to address the members with uh, 
you know, what's going on and why she was there, why there was a lawyer there, why this was happening. Um, they took so they, the PA board with them. They, yep. They, they took basically their ball and went home. Yep. Well, they didn't leave. They they stayed well, in the background. I know, but I they were literally that. just like where the registration the, booth was. The yeah, they were just right in the back. Right. Yep. They literally yep. took the PA board out of the tent and carried it over with them. Yeah, so that what? no one can be. So we all huddled around Augie and the lawyer, and they went and explained this whole thing that I kind of just uh, went over. Mm-hmm. So the the proposal, as far as I can tell, was to um, elect. Maybe at the event, but not at the event, like, you know, Within either at it or, weeks. yeah, or after. But then let someone to hold elect the election. Or a point. Or a point, yes. A person or a group to yes, run continue, an election. <laughs> no, go ahead. You're, I'm just making sure you get all the, the technicalities. Yes, thank you. So, um, you know, and, and with that said, then they would hold election. And, you know, he even, all he even said, like, if they wanted to run and they got the position, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But it's just that they need to do this election so that it basically just, you know, um, legitimizes their organization, mm-hmm. which they're currently not. <laughs> so, yeah, there um, was, yeah. I, I don't know, then, in, in my opinion, you know, it's like it, it's the steps that needed to be taken that still need to be taken. Yes. They got to happen, right? And I understand that there was people there and there are probably still people out there I feel like, oh, they blindsided people, you know, like the mm-hmm. current board. There was, and both, there was supporters of both sides yeah. to this Yeah, there thing. was yelling. Yeah. There were, oh, there, yeah. Were, there were people getting emotional, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I think at the I've end, never... I've always looked at it as like, uh, you, you, you have to rip her off like a Band-Aid. Like, you know, this has been... It's going too long. Now. It's gone yeah, too long. It's gone too mm-hmm. long. So I, you know, although, you know, and there was situations where like, it was like, you know, maybe Augie shouldn't have said certain names or said really. Yeah. He brought up names, details. but <laughs> I mean, some of those names, not the names of like people saying stuff, but like the sponsors, mm-hmm. I, I like to share that because like seven or eight, he was, he was counting seven or eight. Major Seven. sponsors did not sponsor Urcha, mm-hmm. aren't, aren't at the Jamboree because of the, mm-hmm. you know, um, of the board and how they have this old mentality, I guess. Or like, you know, this mm-hmm. old like, hey, you know, I'll hook you up because you're paying more money than this mm-hmm. person, you know, even though, you know, this company has been a firm supporter of Urcha platinum level for many 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 urchas you know and i mean <laughs> so like to kind of like ups, you know um make that person you know make the owner of that company like upset at the board enough to say you know what i'm not gonna come i'm not gonna support this event you know mm-hmm. it's huge it's huge yeah. so there were a huge amount of like you know non you know, a lot of my sponsors, it's funny, you know, they're not, they weren't present there. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it, it was kind of a very uh, radical approach to solving the situation. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, it needed to be done. Uh, people said yeah. what they had to say, you know. Yeah. Um, now there's people 
their names in the hobby, not just anyone. They're, you know, trying to support Augie and the organization, you know, the best way they can, right? Yeah, they want to fix. They yeah. want to rebuild and bring Urchin it's back to where it was. It's or it's not going to... Yeah. Or it's going away. kicking us out. That's right. basically what it is. You know, if it's like, not fixed, we're done. But I will say this, that, you know, and, you know, it's not any, anything personal to the current some of the current uh board members i go to urch i really not for the organization like Mm -hmm. because i feel like for many many years now they haven't really lived up to their mission statement they don't do anything yep but i it's just sad that for us that we come to urch to hang out with our friends to have a good time to fly helicopters we gotta hear this over and over and over again right Mm -hmm. But the, the necessary steps, they know, like, as adults, we know the steps that you have to do, right? You know, to, to build the organization, to establish, reestablish the credibility. But you don't do it, but yet you expect a different outcome in the next year, right? So it's really disheartening for the general members that we just, you know, some people just want to pay their admission fee. I'm hanging out with their buds that they don't see but once a year, you know. Yeah. So it, it was think, it was uh, it was rough, you know. It was yeah. really rough. But you know they could say whatever they want to say, you know. Is because of Augie this year it was golf carts. Yeah, I, I heard he's about to drop yeah. mutual bucks for the the golf yeah. carts. He was the one that took it upon himself, like it or not, right, to make it happen and, and made it happen. Right, because you know him and many many others, it's convenient to have a golf cart there. You know? mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah also, yeah. give give him some credit. Um, I don't know that worlds could have happened. Yeah, I was gonna bring that back up. up for that mm-hmm. because of you know whatever. It just it's an expensive event to to hold worlds. In the United States, the SIG had mm-hmm. to come up with a lot of money, one way or another, to hold the and, world. And that just goes to the point that, like you know, they had Urcha last year, right? Like the event did not go on, so they should have had some money, you know, for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I know they're not. I know they're. They're. I don't know. Are they public with their records or not? I don't know financial no, stuff. Haven't been for years. That's right? a problem. Right. So like. You know, why couldn't they afford the worlds? Why did people have to donate? You know, it's just, I don't know. It's like, why couldn't they take under their, like, you know, um, accord to handle the golf cart situation properly? You know, finding a new vendor at the very least or, or working oh. with someone, you know, again. So when uh, I didn't even know really until late, like two days, three days before the event, that there will be golf cart. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, because it was and last minute. It was, last, yeah, it was minute. last minute, right? Yeah. But then they're like, there were people like, oh my God, you should see this list of, of conditions oh it was crazy yeah, yeah but random field sobriety test i was like oh boy i'm like yeah. thank god <laughs> but i was like after everything that happened to me that's a reasonable request right by the organization or whoever handled <laughs> that piece right say like I mean, put those conditions there so if they have something. to use it L- let's be honest like you rent a car that's the conditions you deal with mm-hmm. you just don't read it <laughs> because it's all the fine print you don't want to bother with it yep. so um you know and it was still well, not bad not... i think the deposit was a hundred bucks 
that I got back. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's really yeah, it was really nice. Um, I know, like the other thing too that we we could definitely should talk about is that they try to, you know, Augie, right, with people's help, right? They try to do like bring excitement to Urcha again. They did yeah. like oh, the yeah. off station. I was about to bring up. Yeah, yeah, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. so they they really uh-huh. on Saturday, um, they uh, they did like off station. They call it off station. I don't even know what it was. I'm like, I don't know. I'm foreign. I don't know what they mean. What do you mean off station? I didn't know what, what it means. Um, so I'm gonna be honest with you, Gucci. I've been doing this for like 13 years and going. Wait, what is it called? So many urchins. Going and I've off never station. Once heard one person call it going off station. Going off station. What does that mean? Oh, As best we could, we could figure out it's like go crazy, go wild, go just throw go down ham. and <laughs> you know, like, go ape shit or whatever. You just you literally go to a fly station and you just throw down like the, the but craziest. It was I, they called it that, but it it was really a little more structured than that. Mm-hmm. It, they basically anybody that wanted to come up and fly, it, it was kind of a contest. Yeah. Best tail slide. Oh yeah, 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 flip, yeah, yeah. And yeah, most, the contest, most yes. Most crazy maneuver. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that was the only criteria, and you could win yeah. one of those or all of those or any multiple. Yeah. They called that off station. And I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I okay. Yeah. I didn't understand the name of it, but that no. contest. Yes. That's, that's I was some, there. That, that was must great. Be some, some Augie. That talk. was fun. I don't know. So yes. I forget who came up to me in the tent. I was like, you going to go do the off station? And I was like, I'm going to go do the thing at center stage. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And they're like, no, that's the off station. I'm like, you are so full yeah, of crap right know. now. I'm like, <laughs> I got told from Bert. It's the like new words. I'm like, I was told by Bert, this is a SmackDown contest, not the off station. Yeah. yeah. It's um, like my daughter, she uses word slay all the time. I'm like, what? What, what, it, <laughs> what it was is it, it drawed a pretty big crowd. Mm-hmm. It was exciting. Yes. You had guys doing, like I said, trying to do super low pyro flips yeah. and, and almost crashing into stuff. the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it brought a lot of excitement that reminded me of 2016 Urcha. Like, yeah, everybody joining at center stage and watching some of these really great pilots do the craziest shit they could think of. Mm-hmm. So I, it, I think it was a good. It was a good thing for like an hour or whatever, the middle of the day. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, the, the other thing, you know, the BK Hobbies, Hobby Wing, Theta, um, you know, group uh, of guys did the uh, the whole... Uh, power Hour? Power Hour after the Power and Hour. Then, and then, and then Bircha. Yeah, Bircha. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of came up with a better name. That's Joe. That's freaking... Is, you yeah. know, so you know, like BK Hobbies and the Associated Brands, they have we have yeah. power at like two o'clock, two thirty, whatever it was, which is fun. I I, yeah. I flew in that, yeah, I, I which was it. awesome, right? Because you know the the raw five hundreds were out. We had nitros. Mm-hmm. We had a little bit of everything. tandem flights with the five hundred. That was yep. cool, you know. And then we got you know we gave away shirts and different things. But then at six o'clock, we threw out an announcement out there. You know, by the fly station, mm-hmm. by our ten, we just if you wanted to fly, Dude, there was flew. a good amount of people there. Yeah, and we gave yeah. like what was it? It was like ESCs, motors. We gave some more. Yeah, Seda servos. Like we were giving out a whole bunch of shirts, yep. hoodies. Yep. And that was not even Saturdays when we did our big giveaway. So like, 
Yeah. It was kind of nice give to give. 260 FPSCs, wow. Yeah, so the, it was nice kind of leading to that. Um, yeah, know, I like think before Bert, the main PK day, did a really good job with that. Yeah. So that was yeah. really, really cool, you know. And then Saturday we had, like, our, you know, main events. Uh, our giveaway, mm-hmm. dude, like, that giveaway. General like, auction stuff. Yep. It was uh, at BK Hobbies. I think, what was it, 300 numbers? But 300 people that signed up. Three and change, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's over three. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, yeah, like you said, yeah. we gave, like, Hobby wouldn't give out, like, what, probably four ESCs? I think they gave out two 260s, uh, 120, and, like, a 150, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, boxes, I know, program boxes, stuff. the the um, Bluetooth devices, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the over the air stuff, the OTA stuff. Yeah. Theta, um, we gave out uh, two sets of servos. Two sets, two full sets of servos. Yeah. Like um, hoodies, a bunch of hoodies, and hoodies, shirts. Stuff yep, like yep. We had X Nova. Yeah, Bert was crazy with that stuff. He was like, "Boom! Here's this. Here's that. Here's this. Add this. Just add that to the thing." Yeah. And people were like, "Okay, they got a handful of crap." Yep. It's awesome, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then, the cool thing, you know, we got to the Raw 500. Now the Raw 500. Yeah. Hobby Wing pitched in a Hobby mm-hmm. Wing 150, 150 to go with it. Hmm. You know, so um, you know the winner got not only the kit, but you also the ESC. You know, so yeah, really, really cool. Uh, you know, like I, I think Saturday, I feel like I was already like running out of steam. You know, like m- most of the day, I was kind of just sitting on the side. You know, just just from leading up to the, to Saturday, but it was still cool to see um, all the events. But let's talk a little bit let's see what can we do do you guys want to bring anything anything that happens special for you guys on saturday i could I mean, think the night flying was Chris. freaking awesome yeah oh okay what i want to what bring up saturday? your knife flight on saturday oh knife flying everyone's knife flight was freaking awesome no. oh i actually have a hilarious story for okay. uh this podcast that gucci fucked me over and i couldn't charge my pack so, <laughs> so I get roped into doing this min the Battle of the Midnight Sun, which I'm like, all right, let's do it, sure. And I go back and uh, I'm like, shit, I'm like none of my packs are charged, and I'm like, I don't feel comfortable doing the nitro because we just got it like kind of there. I wanted to fly more during the day before trying to beat on it at night, and uh, so. I'm looking around, Gucci's camper, Mitch's camper, Andy, I'm pretty sure I had your wife looking around in your camper. I'm like, I gave Gucci my charger and stuff, but I don't have it here on site. <laughs> and then we're all sitting there, and I'm like, huh, I wonder where it is. And I was like, Gucci told me to put it in his car. Gucci took his car to dinner. So I called Gucci, and being Gucci, he's like, what's up, man? I'm at dinner. Dude, we just lost power. And I'm like, Dude, I got even worse news. I'm in I'm in this competition like 30 minutes. And, I need my <laughs> yeah. and he goes, oh, well, you can use my charger. I was like, all right. I go grab Gucci's charger. I use True 12S Pack, so I can't even use his. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's what you so get. Like, damn. So I'm like, damn, who, has, who uses True 12S and uses the same connectors as me? Wrinkle? Nick Maxwell. 
Oh, Maxwell, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we go down to the XL tent, get to the XL tent. Nick puts his solderless connectors on a different way than I do. So Westmanier came in clutch and had these like stupid little alligator clip things. And we oh, hooked, my God. <laughs> we hooked it on the one side, hooked it on the other, and then we hooked it onto the other. And then Don't we had the, and they had this thing like as like pumping as much juice as it possibly could, as fast as it could into this battery. That the connectors, the alligator clips, got hot, and we had to stop, wait five minutes, and then turn it back on. <laughs> stop, wait five minutes, and then turn it back on. And I was like, "Oh my lord!" And then we only got to eighty percent, which is is why I only I told Steve, "I'm like, we can only fly for like two and a half minutes." Yeah, back. yeah, two and a half minutes. Yeah, well, you we know, you done. know who's really whose fault it is, right? Yours, because you no. left without my charger. No, no. I think it's Chris's fault for having weird shit. No, no. <laughs> it's actually Todd's fault. Why is it Todd's? Because we were supposed to leave way earlier than we left, but didn't. You guys literally just got back in time for me to fly, and I flew last, and I was last, like... Yeah. We spent another hour before we went to dinner because Todd had to make Bird fly this motor combo test something or whatever and odd was animated it's got to be done now and i'm like well we were you know like they're like let's go to dinner i'm like oh, fine, let's go to dinner and then they kept dragging it and then we went to dinner and it just so happened that somebody took out a pole in south muncie and took out the power to south of muncie like all the buildings and what was it like? We probably waited what, Andy, like an hour. It was forever. It, it added, it added a good forty-five minutes to dinner. Maybe oh, that sucks. Trying to get the bills and everything. Yeah. Cause, I mean, it was but I come down. back and I'm like, well, crap. Yeah. Like, let me go to center stage and I see, I see Amanda sitting by herself. I'm like, where's he at? He's like, oh, she's like, he's about to fly. I'm like, okay, hey, Chris, still spotter? Yeah, come up here, me, me, you and Steve. I'm like, okay. And you just <laughs> He's like, I need timer. I'm like, okay. Yeah, let's let's, let's rip. I on think the I turn to Steve. I'm like, all right, we need to set this for two minutes. I'm like, and I know I got an extra thirty seconds because I'm like, this thing is not flying that long. Yeah. It's- so how many times do you think you touched the ground in that flight, give or take? A lot. A couple for sure. Yeah. I saw two good times. Because <laughs> 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 like, oh, you know what? I had to scream out loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we. That was an all or nothing flight. That was all in that whole flight. Yeah. That was good. Um, it was right up there with your tri blade at off station. Yeah, um, I went off on that. I had a lot of moments where I just like let it, like my demo with the raw, my raw 700 during DK mm-hmm. power hour, that the off station, whatever the hell we're calling it now thing. And then the um, competition, both competitions, the one, the tail slide one and the night one. Yeah. So every demo, every competition flight. Yeah. This went all well. <laughs> we, no, there was, there was one I wish, I think that might have been my best flight I've had in a long time. Is uh, It was me, Carrie Brooks, Amanda, um, Nick. Nick, and uh, Wes. We mm-hmm. took. We just went to and Kenny Co. We went to this one box. I think it was because Kenny Co. was standing there, and I'm like, I can't fucking look like a 
can't look. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I went all in on that one. That one, that was a hard, but like, did like weird transitions and stuff different ways and. Nice. Dude, I gotta say, at Battle of the Brands, Nico, Rasmus, Rasmus and... blew my mind. I don't know how the hell you have a heli going fucking right, and then like all of a sudden like. I'm still looking right, and the hell he's just never showed he up. Totally psyched you out. Yeah, and it well, went totally like. <laughs> yeah. So to me, I like the, Andy... the, the top three flights in Battle of the Brands. I'm sorry, Nick, I had to break your heart, dude. But it, you know, solid fly. But to me, it was uh, it was literally between Kenny Co, uh, Rasmus, and Mitch Morozis. Yeah, Those were yeah. my top three, which yeah. when Rasmus, I mean, to me, Kenny Cole, when he started doing everything with the radio behind his back, I was like, holy crap. Did he do that during the Battle of Brands? Was he during the Battle of Brands? No. No, oh, I think that was during the no. s- um, Battle of Smackdown thing we did Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Because he did, he did the like thing behind his back, and then Jamie mm-hmm. did the one-handed. Yeah. But like to me, like, when I saw Rasmus fly, dude, I was like, holy crap, right? Like, the whole continuous change of direction, orientation, where it's just, it just, everything he did was very unnatural looking, right? Like, it shouldn't happen, and somehow he made it happen. It was dirty. Yeah. Andy knows. Andy and uh, Amanda and Tima and Manny all must have been sick of me, because I was going ballistic during everybody's flights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was having time uh, of my life. But I called I, it. I said, wait until Mitch the Murderer Morosas comes out. This, this yeah. That flight was aggressive. Yeah. I, I mean, think aggressive. Rasmus probably had maybe the best flight. Mm-hmm. Um, just Most technically and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but Mitch was uh, Higher energy, more entertaining right? and more... Yeah harder smack so yeah the line was, of that for heli. me it, it was kind of neck and neck with those two i could yeah. win either way i think if yeah. it was a judge's score it would have been rasmus but because yeah. the crowd's in it of mitch course. is really entertaining for sure mm-hmm. yeah, oh. it was like he was trying to kill that heli <laughs> he's always trying to kill that heli. at least yeah. it looks like it every time he flies yeah, yeah when, Especially when right then yeah, but when I saw the flight earlier, Kenny Cole, where he did everything with the radio behind his back, reversals, everything, dude. I'm like, dude, I... I, I don't know. To me, that doesn't impress me too much. I don't know. I might be the odd person out, but, like, they're holding the transmitter the same way forward and back. It's just either in front of them or behind them. They hold them both, point it down. Okay, so you're going to do sliding autos. You're going to do sliding autos with the radio <laughs> behind your back. Got it. I could, probably, is, I could probably I could probably fly, but I don't fly that way though. I don't I don't hold the transmitter like those guys do. See, it impresses I, you know? me because I fly thumbs and all I'm thinking is my thumb would like touch my back and that'd be it. That hell would be pile driving into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta hold a you know you gotta pinch because I feel off like your it, back a bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like uncomfortable. It's not I feel like it's not like it's hard, but it's like uncomfortable to do that the yeah. whole time. I don't yeah. know. Dude, you changed the one tree in the background for me and I'm all screwed up. You know, like, yeah, like you move the radio to the side. And I'm like, you know, oh no, the, just the level of of of. What'd you guys think of Jamie's little one-handed thing? I I didn't understand that thing. 
It's like, really, just, it's real gimmicky. It's because he's, real, he's mold I, too, so it's, well, didn't it's we see cyclic. Nick fly around like four or five circuits doing that out in uh, Arizona? I he think was so. one handed out flying like circles and rolls and doing all kinds of shit. One yeah, who is this? Nick Maxwell. Maxwell. But when Jamie out did it, he was just kind of like radio. wobbling the heli, and yeah, then I was like, doing a wobbly thing. Yeah, I'm like he okay. was doing like a pure wobble, but really slow. He was like sitting there doing like a toilet bowl, really tight. Mm-hmm. That's an old, yeah. old maneuver, isn't it, Chris? All he does is he just—I think he pins out his trim tab so that way it spins. Yeah, and he just wobbles. And then he just, then he just wobbles. Yeah, that's an old. Yeah. He did that in um, I think it was like 2015, 16, um, one competition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the I you know Rasmus. Uh, talking about Rasmus, him, his flight, and um, Devin, and Devin's night, uh, night was flight sick. was freaking dude. They're in sync. Like, it's crazy how in sync those two pilots are. Mm-hmm. You know. There's um, too much going on. It was really like you're watching two separate flights. I think it's the KST servos. They got to have some pre-programmed thing in there. <laughs> they just get like, yeah, up sure. and fly and then hit go. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, you do this this way. We'll, we'll just flip that file and do it the opposite way. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was crazy, though, because it was like you're watching two separate flights because they never did like anything together. Like They did, well, like, they this, did. They did the they hurricanes. Mirror- they mirrored yeah, a lot but, of stuff. The auto was freaking like spot on. Like I yeah, they mirrored, it. which was like wild because it was like the center yeah. cone divided a screen, and it was like yeah. you're watching two, two totally different pilots go yeah. at it. It was the mm-hmm. sickest thing ever. It was good. It was. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I mean, Carrie um, Brooks, top... a beast as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carrie uh, Brooks. Yeah, he's a great pilot. You know who? I got to hang out with Carrie a lot more this event too, and got Did to you? chat with him and talk with him. Yeah, yeah we were I up until more. I don't know. I went to bed before you guys went to one. Yeah. Night. I can't wait for Carrie to to fully move down to North Carolina, man. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, you guys will fly a lot more together. Oh I yeah, bet you. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like one person from our team that really like, man, he threw down hard with some nitro, Lamar. Oh yeah, always, oh, man. Yeah. Dude, look, he got Lamar, some new maneuvers too, or transitions, and I'm like, oh, very interesting. Yeah, like he, yeah. he, I don't know, like I just remember him from the old synergy days. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell yeah. And now with 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 the raw 700 nitro, he just yeah, boogie down. Them, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, speaking of Lamar, because it made me think of Eric. Hands down, my new favorite spotter is Eric. <laughs> he is like your hype man the whole time you're flying. Right, I was cool. flying that he was um because he, he was spotting me when I flew during the I think it was during the Bircha thing. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh man. Yeah, he was spotting me for it. He's like, oh man, whoa, whoa, oh man. He's like, that was dope. And then it just, I'm like, what the hell is even going on? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh god. I'm like. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, what is Rick doing right now? But I'm like, we're gonna roll yeah. with it. Yeah. yeah, he's great. So let's see, uh, Mitch Booth. Let's not forget about the BBD. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, he got so many people having that. Yep. Talking about. I mean, that, you, know you know when the Arizona BB. boys, the, the West Coast people, come out like, listen, don't go into Mitch Booth's camper. I'm like, dude, like yeah. we've been there, done that. 
He got you, didn't he? Yeah, man, I was pretty messed up. Somebody, I forget who it was. It was Thursday. This is for the uh, house thing. Somebody's like, don't go into Mitch Booth's camper. I'm like, actually, I'm on my way there now. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, well, you be careful in there. They weren't shitting me. I fucking think I had one drink. And it, like, we were halfway through the meeting. And I remember I was like sitting on the golf cart with Manny and, um, Manny and Carrie. And I'm like, I honestly can't even move right now. I'm like, I'm like, I'm having people like relate to me what's going on in the meeting because I'm like, I can't move. I'm like, I'm going to try and walk over there and fall on my face. <laughs> so I'm sitting on the golf cart and I got, I have Joe and Daniel alternating, like who's going over and listening to the meeting and coming back. Yep. And then they'd fill me in all of them. I'm like, all right, like, all right, that makes sense to me. And then they leave again. I'm like, I can't get off the golf cart right now. I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. But huge, um, huge shout out to Mitch, um, Kyle Spiels and John L. His wife, um, it was awesome hanging out with them. I think they hung out with us quite a little bit, right, Andy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were there, what, uh, Tuesday night, Wednesday night? Tuesday and, and Thursday? Or Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. a couple days, yeah. and then they, they, they have like to go Friday home. night, Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, then, you know, just, you know, Eric Bonfig for me. Um, got to talk to some of my Ohio folks, like Kenny Hutton. Adam Burkhardt, mm-hmm. you know, Leroy was busy. He was just too busy. You know, he had to Leroy was doing his thing. Yep. Leroy is the man when it comes to uh, uh, being an MC for events, man. Mm-hmm. That's a, so, yeah. It's not an easy job either. It's he not an easy really job. hard on that all uh-huh. day 100%. So Got to give it out to Leroy. Props. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm so pumped. Leroy actually picks good music out of all the people who MC, yeah. like do all the DJing for events. This dude picks good music. I'm like, thank God. We always so pick the Bruno Mars song for you, like. No, I'm talking uh-huh. about. Like, <laughs> That's what he always asks for. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not finding anything else. You kidding me? I have good luck with Bruno. I'm talking about all together, like even like when other people are doing demos, like they wouldn't ask for songs, and he'd just pick like something that was like fun and easy to fly to. Mm-hmm. Um. It, yep. No, it was good. Um. Always, always super stoked when Bert and Matt get on the mic. You know, that was entertaining. Uh, yeah, like when those two get going, you know, on emceeing an event or a competition or anything like that, it's it's always entertaining. I don't know what it is. It's not like they have like this pre-planned, you know, what they're gonna say or anything like that. It's just their interaction. Um, it's the it's the energy they give. It's yep. it's like fun. They're having a good time. Matt yep. like pumps up everyone. So oh yeah, Matt Matt totally pumps them up closer to the ground. You know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that was it was an incredible time because of the people. I think mm-hmm. about, about four hundred registered pilots, give or take, between three fifty and four hundred. I think what we heard. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't a big, big one, but and with all the drama and everything else, it didn't really matter because it was the group of people that we all hung out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing that I want to say is, at a was it after midnight, we decided because Eve really wanted to do one more flight. What happened? Saturday oh, yeah, night yeah, Saturday night flying. In the spotlight, dude. I love spotlight flying. I mean, I, I know they, what how AMA stands on it, and Urcha follows AMA stance on that. But f that, man. Oh my god, night like spotlight flying is so much better than 
Towers. Um, towers. Like, you can see the helicopter so much better. You can see, like, how close you are to the ground so much better. Like, I don't know. It like, follows it's, you. It's awesome. Yeah. The, I mean, the disc just glows, you know? And, and it's like... I don't know. For me, I guess uh, it makes me hyper focus into the heli because that's all I can see <laughs> at night. You know, I can't see the ground. I can't see shit. I can't see nothing but the heli and, and you know, the light and the smoke that's coming from my heli. You lit um, up that 580, that, that night flight. Dude, I have fun. So I have fun. And I had fun both. I had fun when I flew up in the front part where it was just pure spotlights. Um, you know, you guys, were you guys, you guys are holding the spotlights for me, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dan was, I wasn't. Yeah. Okay. It was just like whatever. <laughs> and like, I gotta was, go. I mean, there's only had three, you know. So yeah, yeah. Wasn't, and there was, there was enough guys and stuff. There, but but uh, that yeah. felt good. That felt that was a fun you flight. Were throwing down. Yeah. yeah. That that 55 sounded good, dude. Dude, Josh tuned the heck out of that thing, man. Mm -hmm. He got my throttle curve set up good too, and I think that's what it was. It wasn't just a tune; it was more of the throttle curve tune. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, I was running like a 10, uh, not 10, 100, I think it was like 190, 80, and I, I was dipping around like maybe 60, and mm -hmm. then going back up, and we went like 100, 170, mm -hmm. 60, and then right back up. So we kept it very linear, and then and then just a peak at the middle, mm -hmm. and that was what I needed, because um, it just it sang, like it wouldn't bog as easy, you know, I could still bog it, but it wouldn't bog as easy. It would um it would just rip on hurricanes and stuff. Um, it felt good. Yeah, yeah, like those the curves really are very when you run curves and not a governor or nitro, mm -hmm. it's very much dependent to the the person style. I prefer curves now, yeah. um, because I like to kind of like you know because I like to like pop, you mm -hmm. know, pop it down and kind of stop it before it hits the ground and things like that. And those were like I want that throttle to always be the same no matter how where I'm on a stick. Like, I don't want, you know, like when it's govs, if you like, if you give it too much and you overspeed it and then you pull back, it pulls back too much. And when you try to stop it, you don't have enough, you know, head speed or motor. So I like curves better. For yeah. Sure. I don't, I don't run as high of a governor gain as I used to. Right. Because of that, that reason where it's trying to over control it, pull it back, you know, like when pull you it back too much. and overspeed, yeah, yeah. Like, So I, I use that. And then what I do now, I run my mint throttle, right? Uh, set really high up. Pretty high up, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, so really? I mean, I used to run mine at like 50 or 60. Yep. And I don't think it was still high enough. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it is true. It like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, man, that seems high. I'm like, no, because it's really based on your flying style because you don't want it yeah. to, to pull back and reduce that, that throttle, you know, percentage too far down because then you're not going to be able to need you know to use it when you need it right when you pop it right so yeah, yeah no like i i've done three or four now setups where for other people that uh, we just you know curves man it's easy you know you just have to figure out like how aggressive you have you know if yeah. it's flat or how much you dip it down from that 100 or 80 or 90 or whatever so no that that fly dude like <laughs> You you were feeling good after that flight. You're like, yeah, I was see, you're like, I better stop now before I cross that that level of no return. Yeah, yeah, especially because I wanted to do one last flight and you know, and under the lights, you know, mm -hmm. at Urcha, just because I don't really, I don't do that much flying, you know, at events and you know, night flying is kind of where I've, I've started to like 
like late late night flying like i want to close up shop kind of deal you know mm -hmm. so i did a two o'clock pull i think someone did take a pull after me but uh but it was nice you know two o'clock it was cold that that motor was freaking running so good yeah, we had jackets <laughs> on, man. Me and Andy, yeah. we, we were oh, yeah. out. I'm like, it's cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it was so, definitely cold. I had a jacket on for sure. Yeah. So that was really like my, my highlights. I think those things. Um, so, yeah, whatever you guys, you know, you, Chris, you got to give me something. Gotta give me something. What was your highlight of this whole trip? I don't know. The whole thing. There's a lot of highlights. It's tough for me to pick, honestly, is because I feel like I actually flew pretty good the whole time I was there. Mm -hmm. I was pretty happy with all my flights. Um, and plus, I got to see some guys. That, like, I got to see, talk to Kenny Cohen and hang out with him. Mm -hmm. I, haven't really seen, cool. I haven't seen him since I went to Worlds. Um, got to see Aaron Cole. I got to see a bunch of people I don't see all the time, which was mm -hmm. awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. There's just a whole bunch yeah. of stuff. And hanging out in yeah. the BK tent was a trip and a half. Mm-hmm. Always oh, is. never. We are so lame. <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, I got to see the Canadians, which was awesome. They brought, they smuggled me across the border ketchup chips, and then everybody ate the fucking chips but me. That's right. Oh, my <laughs> wife loves those ketchup chips. I was, I literally have like a little bag left. So they brought me two nice. big bags and like those snack bags. I have one yeah. snack bag left, and I don't nice. recall having anything out of the other bags. But whenever so you come to Ohio, we could run up to. And the border. Get your chips. We just need to get on the other side of the border. That's it. Yeah. Know? Those chips were so damn good. I was. I don't even know what the hell happened to them. I left them like literally on my hoodie because um the guy who you know you had, can't leave food around like you know. <laughs> I know. I had to hear about the damn cookie thing for the rest of the damn day. Um, between the cookie <laughs> and the fucking bag of chips, I'm like Jesus. What happened yeah. with the cookie? Who who ate the cookie? That is my question. My favorite part was is they tried to pin it on me. I'm like, you really think I'm going to eat the cookie and have to hear about the rest of my night? Oh, you ate the cookie, don't you? Know, I wish know. I did. Yeah. Oh, cookie I think I might have to eat that cookie because it just disappeared. I saw it sitting there and I considered it, but I was like, no, I'm not going to eat that. I'm someone's. But I thought the it might be just a spare stray. It was just sitting on the table. I was like, hmm, was... that looks like a good cookie. And then I walked away and then I guess somebody... So Somebody had the same thought as you, but couldn't yeah. fight the urge. Yeah, maybe. If was it you? Did you eat the cookie? Who me? me? No, I was talking to Steve. You did. Steve. I know you didn't, Andy. You're too nice to like eat. I didn't eat it. Like I would admit it if I did. I'd be like, oh yeah, I eat that. That's good. <laughs> totally you ate it. Why you leave it out? That's free game, man. Mm -hmm. See, I I'm in the clear because when we left to go fly with Kenny Co and Nick. The mm -hmm. cookie was there. When I came back from Final Kenny Co and Nick, the cookie was no longer there. Mm -hmm. uh, who was in the tent? Everybody was at the tent, actually. Yeah, that's hard I, to left, I left on my own. At the, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just remember hearing about the cookie, and then it was like a 30-minute debate in the damn tent on who ate the cookie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Did you? No, did we ever? Cookie? Did we ever find out who who did eat the cookie? I think it's you. Yep, we think it's just coincidentally talk about the cookie and you leave. <laughs> <laughs> it was Steve, but it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> was it someone's cookie? Oops. No. <laughs> oh man, there was so much going on in that tent. Like you know, it's funny how 
no matter what team or if you're affiliated to a team or like everybody there was so many people in that tent you know or around the tent that always you know that hung out and it was awesome it yeah. could be anyone all 400 pilots from that attended Urcha. just saying i think that's i mean i think that's just a general thing with all the teams or at least all the good teams out there mm -hmm. um that i've noticed right like xl power you know they they had a pretty busy tent they had a lot of people there they had, were giving out sushi at one point you know um yeah i think brandon lee like went and bought like you know whatever tons of sushi and brought it back i mean huge platters of it you know and sharing it out and stuff that's it i'm going to you know eagle drift was doing their you know their their um Party. what is it yeah, I don't. I don't want to say. I don't know what is it. Is it I guess they're uh, happy social hour. hour. Yeah. Let's call it happy an hour. ego drift social hour. Social, hour, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, you know, so giving us some ego juice and some drinks and stuff. Ego juice. Yeah, they have to think that it's like Vincent's like, you know, specific like mix of things, and they call it ego juice. Yeah, ego mm -hmm. juice. Um. Yeah, you know, so it's it's cool. It's uh, it's great to see that all these teams are. You know, they're not just a, in the business for money. Like, you can tell the teams that didn't have, that were in it for kind of like the business aspect and not the community aspect because they packed up and they weren't around at night. They weren't there. You know, their tents were empty. They were closed up, you know. And, and like, it's kind of, it's good to see, like, it's not only good, but it's great to be a part of a team like that. That's, you know, being part of like BK Hobbies and being part of Eagle Drift and Data and, you know, all these sponsors that I'm, you know, that I fly with and fly for, um, you know, just, it's just we, great. We left our tent. We just moved the party to Mitch's camper. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Right. <laughs> to BK city right there. And, uh, yeah. You know, that's going to be like a staple moving forward. Right. I think so. And there's always been like that at Urcha, right? There's Oxytown. It's always been, you know, uh, all the campers. We used to always have a BK like compound. Cause you did be, always. Yeah. It'd be there's like always that same section. camper. Mm -hmm. And then there'd be like two other people's campers, and then it'd be like that's yeah. Where it'd be guys parents, are. Mitch. It'd be Charlie. You know, <laughs> like yeah, that that'd be like the U shape. You yeah, I was really John, sad that Charlie John. didn't stay. I know, I know. He he was there for Nats, and then he left. I'm yeah. like, okay. That's um, what I'm saying. I'm like, you're there for like a part of it. Just stay yeah. for the rest of it. Another Long first for me. Time, though, he had to be there for two full weeks. Yeah, it would two be full weeks. Yeah, because yeah, Nats was two weeks out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. One one of the uh, unique things I also noticed this was early on, which I probably would have never caught if I didn't go there early, was the Swarm folks. They have the same little like you know mm -hmm. area U shape, but they they go all out. They're like twice the sizes of anyone else. But not only that, that I I saw them get a cord of wood delivered to the field to the <laughs> yeah. AMA field type four in their little thing, and they dumped this huge cord of wood. And they burned it up, you know. They they had oh, they have a fire they going twenty four seven. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it was great. It was good to see that. Uh, you know, it was good to see just people from like like uh, Marco Cese from uh, like the Pacific Northwest, you know, and he brought his friend over and stuff. And it's just kind of cool to see people from all, uh, you know, Gina and um, and Grace from Florida, you know, see those folks. Just people all over the U.S. that uh. And obviously, Greg Ringo and, and Mike Weatherly and those guys. Shaw, we got some uh, Jerry Shaw. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't get any cookies. And the best Shaw, part of that duo is wife Dorothy. Yes. Mm -hmm. By far Dorothy's, the best. best yeah, always bakes. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm okay with that. She's yeah. great. Um, yeah, yeah, just a whole bunch of people. You know, it was great. Uh, it was good that Devin was able to make it because you know mm-hmm. he's been out of the hobby for three months working. <laughs> kind of mm-hmm. funny. He goes into work like hardcore work for three months. I go away from work <laughs> hardcore for three months. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was good to just see everyone uh, all over the world too. I I thought that was cool meeting Ra and uh, Cindy. Um, Raw also flew, which I thought was um, awesome. Like to see the owner of a company Throw down. fly his helicopter, you know, like, yeah, and he, you know, he can fly. So it was pretty good. It was awesome to see that. Um, just, it was great. So many good flights, so many, you know, good times, man. It's hard to, hard to, you know, recap it all in, in such a short time. But yeah, yeah. you got to go. Everyone's got to go. Even if you don't want to go, it really is the mecca of RC helicopters, you know, in America. It's it's hard to go anywhere else and be able to hang out with uh, people from all over the country. Yeah. You know, people out west or the southwest or all the together. northeast or the south. Yeah, everybody comes together. And while Urcha does kind of suck right now and has mm-hmm. for a while, the Urcha Jamboree is always a good time. I've never always. been to the Jamboree and not had a good time. Yeah. I never Agreed. left and thought, well, that wasn't worth it. Yeah. No matter what, I've always had a good time. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I think um, even this year with all the drama and the things that occurred um, early on during the event, which kind of affected the event early on, like Friday was a, a bit of confusion for a lot of folks, you know. But everything got sorted out, and it was really smooth. And, you know, Urcha's not what it was 2012, 2013, even up to 2015, 2016. Probably never will be. You know, where it was more of a trade show, and and Mm -hmm. companies were dumping, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars into this hobby and into the event. Mm -hmm. You know, but it is one of the best amazing fun flies you'll ever go to. Mm -hmm. You know? One day, yeah. I think it will take time, but one day we'll be up there again. I think so because why can Joe Naw exist and have fifteen hundred pilots and pull ten thousand spectators, and Urcha can? Mm-hmm. It can. It has to be. You know, there has to be a way. It just has to be. I don't think we're ever going to see that many pilots again. No, but we can get more spectators. We can promote the hobby better. I don't think better. the trade show stuff makes sense now due to social media and the internet. You know, it's there's just not. Yeah. Why why spend ten twenty thousand dollars on displays and booths when you everything's online the minute you release it anyway? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, it's very true. So it's, all that stuff has changed. So I don't know that it'll ever get back to where it was, but it could definitely it could grow. definitely get back up into six, seven, eight hundred pilots yeah. and have a good time. Yeah. I think some of that trade show stuff does need to come back though, because like oh, I, yeah, people I, holding I the helicopter it. and touching yeah. and like yeah. looking at a two sixty FPS right there. I'm just trying being realistic. Too. Sure, of course, it may yeah. not. Yeah. No, I. I don't know. I like smaller urchins though, because I remember going when it was massive, massive, and it was just right. chaos. I've never been when it was a thousand plus pilots. You know. I went. My second Urcha was the biggest one they ever had. And I remember waiting like an hour to go fly it in a box. Yeah, that, that would suck. That, that would really suck. 
I would just fly out of sight at that point. You maybe, would think that, maybe. right? But, but about 800 other people from that the same, same thing as you. So you go everywhere. There's just helis flying, which was cool, though, because you'd, like, drive in and, like, where, like, you and Josh them would be flying. Yeah, yeah. Flying there. You go over to yeah. the asphalt. There's guys flying over there at the site X. Site 3, site yeah. 5, site 1, every site. Really? Every okay, site. yeah, that makes sense, right? If you're waiting that long and site 4, you're going to move. I don't know. I think mm. I would channel the energy into like hangout mode. Because if yeah, I have I a bunch just, of yeah. people providing the entertainment, I would yeah, just yeah. like literally just have a good time, get on a golf cart, and just, you know, go up just and go down up the and down. line, hang out. And, and I, I would do what I do is just fly first thing in the morning <laughs> you know? or last at night, <laughs> you know, yeah. either end. That's what I take. I, I, I don't think it would be necessarily a negative thing you know yeah like if you want to buy 50 flights for two days three days then yeah it might be an issue but you know like yeah. i remember because like even it was like back in the days of spring fling years ago when i first started going and there would be three people four people in front of you you know i just didn't fly as much i just hung out more right and it didn't really mm-hmm. take away from from that event it would be cool to see, but I think the yeah, like the trade show, like I just don't know if that's portable anymore. And want it to I mean, be honest. They still do it in, in, in Germany, right? Like they yeah. do Rotor Live. I would Rotor like to Live. go to I would like to go to that and, and you know, Global Three D mm-hmm. one of these years. But I think that's that's not really like an open phone fly, right? It's more No, like, no, no. You know, it's well, a, global a definitely is trade then. show. But Rotor Live is a true trade show, and that's what I want to see. Like, I want to yeah. see the displays. I want to see the booths. I want to talk to the manufacturers and the owners, you know? I want to yeah. meet Enrico, <laughs> you know? Yeah. like, Yeah. Maybe they'll come to the States. Well, that's the thing. We don't have a trade show for them to come to. Yeah, they used to come to Earth Earth show. was here, 16, 17. Maybe they, one day they want to come and party, you know? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> 16 yeah. or 17? Yeah, that sounds about right. I remember seeing him there one year, but that's been a few years. Yeah, I think it was like six. It had to be like 16 range. It was still, uh, that 16 was my first year, and it was that was still pretty, big, still right? pretty big. I mean, it was on the downhill part, but it was still a lot of booths, a lot of vendors, a lot of people selling stuff, like vendors selling stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's yeah, back in the day double, when you couldn't drive double the, the tents that were there this year. Imagine that all full of right. vendors and companies. So that's yeah, back it was, when that was, part's it would really close cool. the the driveway in front of all the tents, the vendor tents. Mm-hmm. Right, you couldn't drive a golf cart or a bike right. or anything like that. You could right. just walk. They had, a, they had a lane for golf carts and bikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What year was it? The sport came out. That was like sixteen, wasn't it? The five hundred sport. Remember. No, I have to look it up. I don't know the, the, the years really. Whenever the 500 Sport came out, that was the last time he was here. There was, um, yeah, that you was know, like there was like battery people. There was like two or three different people building chargers and different charge mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. there was just a lot of, um, all companies, extra here, hobby but... stuff around. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you just got like some of the servos, a couple of the airframes, and some radios, and that's about Mm -hmm. it. 
Yeah, instead of that one guy with the trailer who brought kind of like everything, there used to be like a couple of those. Mm. But they would mm-hmm. bring more than just helis. They would have airplanes and stuff for sale too. Mm-hmm. I missed the days of experience RC. Oh yeah, that was when cool. they would bring the whole trailer. trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even parts. like, I mean, Shannon used to go. I'm just Shannon like, had all the parts. You know? The coolest one was when Heli Direct used to come, and they legit would have like a whole their whole warehouse. Ooh, there. I got to go to Heli Direct's uh, warehouse. Cool there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to check it out. That place is small. It's a small <laughs> operation than I thought. <laughs> I give it up to them. Their 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 presence is big, but their the operations are quite small and home like you know very tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's jam done. packed. It's jam packed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of people think that Bert's setup is huge. Okay. Even smaller than Heli Direct, you know. It is. Mm-hmm. Like Heli Direct. Oh, sure. There are things like broken into two, as you know, yeah. Steve. Bert's is like smaller than the one side that they have all the shipping boxes and stuff going out of. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, that's small. Um, so it's what it takes nowadays. Slim, right? Mm-hmm. Slim, slim, slim. If your overhead is low, you know. But now that was cool. Um, cause it was like what you, Greg, all the guys, right? That went. Me, Greg, Mike Weatherly, and Jerry, um, a, a local from you know from Arizona. Um. Yeah, and then we met up. Sean Hall ended up showing up there. Um, but yeah, we got to just yeah, and Patrick, uh, McGibbons, um, yeah, just a bunch of folks. Yeah, can't wait. Cool. I'm gonna hang cool. out with him yeah. at. Um, yeah, I'm gonna hang out with him at the. Uh, who's your uh, Who's your Smackdown uh, that they have up in Indiana? Be fun. At Nick Maxwell back home field, like when he was young. Gonna have a huge yeah. ad- well, not a huge event. Last year was like thirty people, but yeah, that's me and Patrick are the ones that do night flying in the headlights of the cars. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> he was like, "Dude, this is awesome." I'm like, "I don't know about that, but my my 420 might not make it through." And somehow I pulled it off the one time I did it. So now he's good people. Um, let's see. Like, I really didn't even go too far from our uh, area. Mm. Andy, you got anyone you want to give a shout out to? Any any peeps that come to mind? Mm, you guys kind of mentioned everyone. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton we forgot about. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed hanging out with Mitch again mm-hmm. um, as well. Uh,. Hell, I don't know. You guys <laughs> mentioned everyone. I got to I catch think. up with um, Ethan Ader. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I talked to Ethan. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember seeing that kid when he was like, you know. Tiny. Yeah, tiny. Like, he was short. You know, he was a kid. He was, you know, now he's this, you know, young adult and, you know, mm-hmm. doing well with his life. So, yeah, it was really good to catch up with him. And, and he's still an awesome pilot, you know. He. You know, in my opinion, he does need a, a more updated 700. I'm just saying, get rid of that T Rex and get some, you know, maybe a raw or something. Holding the fort, you know? man. Don't. <laughs> I did talk. Yeah, we no, did talk great, to him a little bit about the Spectrum stuff. 
or mm-hmm. you know um yeah was, he's on spectrum payroll now mm-hmm. so that yeah, was awesome. that was pretty cool just to kind of get his thoughts and everything else i just got mm-hmm. it just for general knowledge you know because there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that mm-hmm. you know apply that stuff so yeah i know cool. for sure mm-hmm. i mean everyone at spectrum is a gateway like from airplanes to helicopters you know mm-hmm. i started with mm-hmm. um ah uh, let's see who else uh I'm gonna I'm gonna mention his name because uh, he bought that uh, that that low C little dirt bike thing. I want to get one so bad after seeing Bronson oh. play with his. God, it looks so fun. It looks so much fun, yeah. And you know, so I'm 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 looking to get one of those. I think sometime soon. Did looking? You, you... Why don't you order it? We're still recording. Uh... Go ahead, press. The... Dude, just <laughs> right. do it. I'll tell you what. If they start like a racing league with those, I'm screwed. Oh, that would be fun too. Right? Get one, Steve. Yeah. We can jump it over the flaming couch. At, chill out. Mm. That's an expensive. You got a point. That's a hot, yeah, that's an expensive one. Even though we buy two thousand dollar helicopters, it's like damn, that's expensive. <laughs> it's like yeah. I'll do it with my two thousand dollar seven hundred, but uh, God forbid, I do it with my five hundred dollar dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a little bit more than that. It's like six or seven. Yeah. Is it? How much is it? Oh. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I think I think it's yeah, six hundred. Yeah, six hundred bucks. It's it's five fifty or six hundred oh, yeah. like, with the battery week, and charger. You know, charge you like everybody a dollar or a quick pull on the bike. It's all back ordered. Oh, it's yeah, not out yet. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's actually a good idea. You go to RCHO and you charge everybody a dollar for ten seconds. <laughs> for a pull. Yeah. For a pull. For a quick just a, a quick hot lap. I was actually the thing is the, that you need some room for this stuff because it looked like it, 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 you know, it takes some wide turns if you don't if you don't plan for it. Like you got to drive ahead of it, you know. Yeah, a lot and of people don't know how to drive first, motorcycles. The first RC thing I ever touched when I moved to the states was, or the first Christmas in the states was a uh, like it was a toy grade from Toys R Us motorcycle with a gyro in it and everything. Nice uh, and dude, like. I don't know how many weekends I'll go out to the basketball courts and just run that thing over and over and over again. Those things are fun, man. I built one of them uh, back in the day, the, the Kyo show. Um, mm-hmm. It was a Honda NSF, whatever, mm-hmm. 500 or whatever that the sport bike was at the time. I was um, too rich for my blood back then. Yeah, no, that was, I mean, I bought it when I was a little bit older, like, you know, more mm-hmm. recently, and that shit wasn't cheap. Um, and it's it was cool. It was like the guy would lean and do the thing, but like I would just crash into the bushes, crash into this, crash into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was, you couldn't actually drive it around. It was just like kind of knock over and just kind of wobble around. Damn but, uh, this, thing, this, thing looked, this thing with the gyro where you can like set it to wheelie mode and just go just down the freaking road in the wheelie. Like that's pretty dope. Yep. I My think... favorite part about that bike is they crashed it while Nick was flying, and then Nick goes. Away. I know. So it was like touching it with the skids. And they yeah. covered it in nitro fuel. Oh my god, this poor thing. <laughs> it's fine because then and then Ross's hands in control to him and Nick starts to ride it around. He starts to drive Yeah, it almost hit us. Around. Yeah, yeah, it almost hit us. <laughs> uh, what a good time. Cool. I tell you. Yeah. It, it like Andy hit the nail on the head. I don't think I've been to a single orchard that I was like, man, that 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 sucked. You know, no matter if it's two hundred people, if it's five hundred people, three hundred mm-hmm. people, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's cool to to gather up, you know. 
at a national level, right? It's a national event. Yeah, so. I don't know how you could have a bad time. I know people complain that they don't enjoy. Yeah, it Cliff. Stuff, but you could make an argument that the Urcha, the current Urcha board didn't really have a good time. Yeah, but who cares about them? I think they had a um, good time after 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 like Friday kind of you know went over. Friday, and I think Saturday, I think they had a good time. Yeah. I mean, you flip a golf cart, you get charged potentially. You know, maybe not a good good weekend. Who flipped the golf cart? I guess. Nobody. That was several years ago. It's just oh. funny, though. Like, you know, it's like, what did they expect? Back in the day when they used to rent golf carts for cash, like, like no deposit, no credit card, no nothing, like, just cash, no. you know? Of course. People are going to end up wrecking it and doing stupid shit with it because they got no recourse. I don't blame You know? Now there's recourse and people don't fuck around with them and you know whatever. If you do, you lose your hundred bucks. Yeah, I never understood why like just put a put a credit card down. Like take two thousand dollars. Well, that was the thing though. That that the the previous lady, the reason why she did the event, she did it as cash like that's because you don't have to tell Uncle Sam anything, you know. Mm -hmm. And it really makes it a lot more. But then like you know. There's if a lot he, of if, risk. If, she, if she's getting, yeah, if she's getting half of her machines trashed back, like, oh, now, now it's not cost-effective for her to do it like this, you know? So. It is what it is. Go get your own. Who cares? Everyone started, I mean, I don't know. I saw so many bikes, one week. electric unicycle, right. one way, a scooter. There's bike. so many. A little electric. <laughs> I brought my bike. Yeah. I never took it Lamar off. Lamar had rack. his electric bike with his his you know little trailer and wheeling his helicopters and nitro around. Like I mean, there's ways around not having a golf cart. Great, granted, having a golf cart is great, but I mean, you know, we can deal with without it. The best part of having a golf cart is you can drive up to the center stage and you got to build a seat. Yes, <laughs> sit and watch stuff. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, hundred percent. Put a it's seat not, on my mower it's not next all that year. Necessary. Proceed on what? If you show up in a damn zero turn, I'm gonna piss my pants. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm just surprised gonna there's not more people with tractors without go. the mower part and just you know like the tr tr tractor racing kind of. There shit, used you know? to be. There used to be a lot of like little buggies. There was golf carts, like not golf carts, airplane tug. They would drive around. There was all kinds of shit like that. A lot that. of go karts. The I bar stool back in the day carts. Too. Yeah. Oh, a you cooler. We need to get a cooler, motorized cooler. Yeah. Oh, one of those that'll do about 50 mile an hour? <laughs> a motorized keg. <laughs> motorized That'll be totally carry. <laughs> carry if I was like, Hell yeah. You boys Hell like yeah. a beer? Okay, hold on. <laughs> oh, dude, that's Fresh. gas. Oh, my bad. Wrong side. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was an incredible time. Um, definitely, you know, as of right now, I'm doing it again next year. If it happens... Heck, if it doesn't happen, we're gonna put something together—a gathering. You know, I think that's that's really kind of how it's gonna go down. Um, drama I'll find is drama. A, a central place to meet, and yep. we'll just do it somewhere else. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm down. Sure, you tell me. I'll be there <laughs> for a good time. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else? Anything else? Going one. Um, 
Oh, I, I'm oh, gonna right. I, I'm gonna leave it on a bad note. One thing oh, that Urcha needs to fix is the fucking food situation because that was horrendous. Oh, having yeah. just Papa John's, having just Papa John's was terrible. I mean, granted, great for Papa I John's, mean, but they do the decent job and it's Papa John's decent, did a great job for what they, they were could, the only, what they had. Yeah. That was messed up. I don't know. Yes. There used to be like four or five. Places. Yes, whoever did that dropped the ball big time. This is well, this, one, that was the worst part. The one guy that's there beside where we parked the campers that always did the pork loin sandwiches. Yes, and stuff, he oh. retired and moved to Florida. Oh, that was so the best. That's so we got to move our truck to Florida. More, they could have had another food truck or two. I don't. I don't yeah, understand. they didn't have the barbecue place. They didn't have the ice cream place. Yeah. Like, I mean, bring the Yamashita. That, poor, bring that some donuts. poor lady in the Papa John is working her yeah. ass off. And both for World Snack and, you know, <laughs> you know, so. so the Palace Dinner was okay. That was all right. It was Cordoba, you know, it's like Tex Mex Cordoba, Mexican style food. I heard it, it was good. A lot of people enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed that. it. It wasn't too bad, you know, but Cordoba's good. They make decent stuff, you know. Mm hmm. But they definitely need more food vendors. You're right. Yeah, and that was terrible. Not enough food vendors. Not enough places to get drinks. Like not like just water and soda and ice cream. Like yeah. things to keep cool and refreshed. You know. Yep. So yeah. But yeah, beyond that, Urcha was great. Go there. You know, camp there if you can. My my my! How Steve has changed mm. his tone from a few <laughs> years ago. Yeah. What was my tone <laughs> years ago? I forgot. I mean, we could pull the tape. Ah, I'm not going to hurt you. It sucks. <laughs> it's all about finding what you know, what you can, what you want out of it, right? I think, um, I think it's when you start finding your group of friends that you hang out with that you don't hang out with 100%. normally. Yep, hundred percent. One hundred percento. All right. Anything else you guys want to add other than let's do it again in 2024? Nah, man. It's 1230, man. We need to wrap All this right. shit up. I agree. <laughs> 1221. It can't be that bad. All right. I'm exaggerating. <laughs> That's my bedtime. Boy. Four hours. You guys do realize yeah. it, it is Friday, re- right? No, no, no. You realize it's actually Saturday. We started recording on Friday. We don't have to go to work. And not to mention, Steve, you ain't having me working for three months. Uh, I know. I don't know. What's work? I don't know. That yeah, I got to work in the morning. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I can't wait you until guys. you show up to Hex. And you're going to be a Andy, working I'm man with again. you, man. I have to work. You have to work? Yeah, I have to work. We got shit to do. Oh, Lord. Yeah. I got to work. Not, we're not work from home type a little on the keyboard, guys. We got to actually oh, go boy. do Here shit. Here we go. <laughs> Listen, Andy. Keep yeah, Andy, stick up for us. <laughs> That means my salary gets paid and I keep spending your hard earned money, you know, on behalf of the government. On what mm. though? You're he's spending it on a good cause, so I'm okay yeah. with that. <laughs> now, yeah. Steve, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> really fit me at all. <laughs> I don't I don't need any uh quilted beer koozies or whatever the fuck they well, sell it's, it's okay steve sure? is enabling steve is enabling my wife to spend my hard-earned money yeah. for <laughs> <Right>? his company <laughs> thanks yes. steve yes no i'm just busting balls you gotta do a good job i guess all right yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's wrap it up you guys want to wrap it up we'll make this one quick mm. okay yes 
let's see here. So as always, we didn't really we, we have guests. So Andy, they're not Steve, really guests; they're regulars. They're regulars, but if anyone We're wants to get to you guys, you know, so they could hear your escapades at these events, how can they get? How can listeners get in touch with, with the two of you? You want to go first, Andy? Well, you can get either one of us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can get me on Facebook, Andy Ross. Um, what about you, Steve? Yeah, Facebook, um, Steve Yun. Um, it's probably my best method. Or Instagram, S-Y-U-N-79. My Instagram for, for RC stuff. So, yeah. It's all the same content anyways. It all goes to both. Whatever I post on Instagram we, goes to Facebook. We still and have our thing. Free Fall RC uh, Facebook page. You can send a message there. Yep, so you have to it. search for it, but yeah, it's still there. And send us a message. Sweet. Or an email. Well, thank you. It's always awesome uh, to have you guys, as always, to have you guys as regulars on our show. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one day you guys are regulars. You guys going to bring one back? Gonna bring like one episode a year or something back. What free fall? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We're gonna meet up with Kevin at Helix. Maybe we'll talk then. We'll well, but you better hit him on the work hours, you know, bankers hours and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we got to sweeten the deal, you know, <laughs> somehow or another for him. So yeah. Good luck with the budget then. <laughs> Good luck yeah. with the budget. I, I got a, I got a half for him. Maybe that'll be enough. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, those hats are sweet. I left mine in the camper. It's going to be there so I could just pick my different hobby hats. Comfortable hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get in touch with us, if you have questions, show ideas, if you're an average Joe and you want to come on the show, you may email us at theheadyheadshow at gmail.com. And don't forget to like our Facebook, follow and subscribe to us on Podbean and iTunes. All right, what else, Chris? Hit us. Shout out to the other heli podcasts and video personalities in the hobby. Like, I don't even, I'm not going to mention him. I don't think he took any videos. Of him, so he doesn't. There we go. <laughs> I don't think he got any videos. I mean, he didn't deserve that. Mm. Um, club donations. They have us show up to the field. The least we can do is throw them a few bucks to have them, have them keep, oh, uh, late. <laughs> keep having us coming back. Awesome. Yeah. Just a request for an event to mention. The Red River Rotor Extravaganza in East Grand Forks, Minnesota, from September 22nd to the 24th. They're going to have three days of open flying, six flying stations, camping and courage, light towers, or night flying, a campfire, raffle prizes, all RC rotorcraft welcome. You guys need more information? You may contact Dan Hiller at 317-726-7705 and is presented to you guys by from Ego Drift. All right, let's just close this up. Parting words. Uh, Tiny, go first. Oh, man. Well, this one keeps coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Hashtag my nitro can't stay together. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Urcha was a good time. Mm-hmm. Hashtag who ate the fucking cookie. Mm. <laughs> hashtag can't wait for Hex. Mm. And hashtag gonna need that Pam. Ooh. Oh, Steve has got some things here. Give us give, give us the, the, the parting words, Steve. 
Okay. Um, I got hashtag clean your regs, bro. <laughs> hashtag raw 500. Everyone should get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag going for the longest debris field, I guess. <laughs> um, hashtag let's. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's tandem over the pond at Heli X. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag podcast is getting expensive yet again. Mm-hmm. And hashtag last one added here. Hashtag I didn't eat the cookie. Mm. <laughs> I don't know who did, but it wasn't me. It wasn't me. <laughs> All right, Andy, what you got? I get, hashtag I guess I'm getting a 500. Yeah. <laughs> Hash, hashtag I'm not man enough for Crown Royal Black Label. <laughs> hashtag too much air in your chest. Be sure you secure the cargo before you take off on someone's motorcycle. Ooh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Hashtag let's do it again. Awesome. All right. I, 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 never, I didn't get any questions for that picture because I posted a picture of that bag all shredded up from the tire. <laughs> yeah. And no one's asked in my, in my, you know, Urchia post. Like, oh, what is that thing? Yep. Well, the but funny thing Andy's is like. Damage. Like Steve, he got in the car. We're going to dinner, and they start talking about it. And like, I'm like, hold on, like, are you okay? Like, I didn't even didn't register. It's like I was slow. I was like, you potentially near died, and you just <laughs> no, like, yeah, he you like know, locked just, up the well, back well, wheel, and he just you know stopped. Yeah, but you know very well that you know an extra something could have he could have went skidding sideways. Yeah, sixty miles per hour. I mean. I was going straight. If I'd been, you know, dragging the knee or something, that would have been a bad deal. But oh yeah, you know, I saw it. was no, no bad, nothing. No mm. Oh yeah, let's see. So the biggest is- deal was like, you know, I'm standing next to team and we're like, oh, there he goes, and then, and then like, you know, she was like, he never came back. It's been <laughs> quite a bit of time. Where, where is he? You know, like, I'm not really. I wouldn't be worried about it, but she kept on looking at the time. I was like. Like, do we want to? You want to go drive? And then, then he shows up. <laughs> but it was funny. She was, uh, yeah, quite After worried. Open bag. <laughs> yeah, shredded mm. bag. bag. Shit all over the floor. Oh, there we go. <laughs> if you then... want to know what's going on, you can ask me at Heli X. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. You got to come to Heli X to find out. The rest tell you the, the whole story. story. How he uh-huh. saved Steve from murdered a bag. Yeah, from murdering <laughs> a bag. <laughs> bag murder. Or... <laughs> there or we go. Go to Andy's OnlyFans and you can see the rest of the story. Yeah, yeah, I'll you can actually see the video clip. I'll start my parting words with hashtag bag murder, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag do not let, you know, a many mixed drinks in your cup because then you might throw up at the end. Of the you night. Threw up. Or bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hashtag yeah. heat soaking matters. Hashtag nitro life and hashtag I mean nitros tandem over the pond at hex will happen. Mm, sounds like fun. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. This was episode 103, which is Urcha Review. Thank you and catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Later.